You are not the first to pass this way, nor shall you be the last. Those who seek the spirit of Mouse Rance face peril and adventure, but more often find hilarity and hatred. We have always lived with Walt Disney World, so look first to the guidance of this podcast. There are those who see Mouse Rance's spirit veiled in offensive language and adult themes. Those trolls still prowl the message boards. What's this? Bad language in a Disney podcast? My word! Stop! 18 plus only! Write bad comments! Boycott! I'll send them hate mail! Yes! Yes! And soon they'll just disappear! Disappear! (laughs) Disappear! Back! Back! Hit back on your phone and delete the podcast too while you're at it. Before recorded time, Vault Disney World's spirit was kept alive by Imagineers and executives who actually cared about the parks. Today, they are soulless panty pushers who don't give a fjord about guest experience or preserving the magic. But Vault Disney World's spirit has always been, will always be alive, in Mouse Rants. fucking trailer was shit. Uh, Everything! I don't even remember what we saw. It was all animated. I think there wasn't one like, was it maybe there's one like live action was there? I don't family movie. Uh, there was there was one uh, trailer that had cats that went mew mew that's all I remember. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Ferdinand? Also oh yeah, man. fucking John Cena. Why is John Cena in every fucking movie? He's not a fucking actor! No, but then again, uh, wasn't like Dwayne The Rock Johnson not an actor? No, but at least he's like interesting. He's funny. What is name one thing you've seen John Cena in that you liked? <sighs> I I don't think I've seen John Cena. In exactly! Because he's only in shit movies! Hmm. Well, he's in stuff now. Like he's just like the hot it guy. How is he the uh, it guy? Because he, he has a he's thick the, neck. I, why is it that people with no necks are so awful? I hate Channing people Tatum are and I hate to that. What? People are attracted to no necks. Why? I don't know. Fucking doesn't make any fucking no sense. neck ass John Cena piece of shit playing Ferdinand. First of all, doesn't Ferdinand just look so bad? It looks terrible. Like, did anything look interesting when you were watching that? No. I zoned the fuck out. This is the second time I've seen the commercial. I don't even remember what I saw. <laughs> I really don't remember. I just remember some, like, freaking one trailer where the cats went mew. I remember the original fucking Ferdinand, the Disney one. Aww. Short. Um, just as much as I remember, like, Little Hiawatha or freaking uh, Lambert. Lambert! Aww, like, I think, uh, Pico's Bill as uh, Matt Hodgeberg Well, that's say. part of a movie. That's different. But, like... Uh, it's just so fucking annoying. It's so fucking annoying that all these other companies that aren't Disney are coming out with all these animated movies, and they're all shit. 
All of them are shit. Nothing funny. A lot of fucking shit humor and fart humor. <sighs> Unfortunately, that shit literally, like, you know, shit, like, people... That sells because people like that shit. Why? They didn't I used to. No. When I was a kid, they didn't fucking like that shit. Like the movies that had that stuff was like if dumb it did, dumb and dumb. And dumb. But like it was only for like one scene, and it's like here's this one scene for the people who have like low class humor of shitting. Like even like Blazing Saddles, fucking hysterical movie. Randomly ruined by a farting scene for no reason. Everyone's eating beans and they all start farting. Not funny at all. It's just not funny. Blazing Town is one of the funniest movies of all time. It's like fucking like uh, like seven, eight year old humor. It, I don't get it. It's why like chocolate it in my mouth and I ate it. Nobody's going to understand that, that reference at all. No. And I'm not going to explain it. No. But it, it just doesn't make any fucking sense why that's like the style of humor now. Because people are getting stupider over time. It's like uh, fucking Wally is real. It's people true. are getting dumber and better because that's just how it is. Yeah. Well, it sucks. And every fucking trailer before Coco was so bad. And there was like, what was it, eight? Probably. Nine? Seven. Seven! I think Ab it was seven. I think it was seven. Was it yeah. seven? I don't yeah, know. seven. It was a lot, regardless. Oh. And they were all Shit. bad. Every single one of them. There wasn't anything that was good. There was one thing that happened in, like, like Paddington 2. Aww, Paddington. He's so what? cute. Anyway, because I, I can't even explain. It was just a very British moment. That's all I can say. It's, it's so British. <laughs> I'm not trying to to be like, ooh, spoilers <laughs> on fucking Paddington. But the only reason I'm not saying is because it wouldn't be funny if I described it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just a funny fucking moment because it was just so, it was a, it just moved so slowly. It just, I don't know, very British, very dry. Anyway, whatever. Fuck it. I'm here to talk about. Frozen short? Uh, the the not-so-short short that yeah. wouldn't end. Before we get into that, welcome to Mouse Rants! This is episode 125, I want to say. Is it? Isn't it more than that? I, I, I don't think so. I think it's 125. Yeah, because 124 was the last episode. Oh, okay. So there you go. 125. You, you notice that, like, lately... I haven't given a shit about the, time, the number of the episode. At this point, if you're still listening, you'll you'll follow along on your own. Yeah. You don't need me to tell you what episode it is. Yes. I'll still do it, but, like, you know, I'm not going to care. Yeah. Right. So I care about the show, just not the number. Yes, because AJ ain't nothing but a number. Once you hit 100, after that, it doesn't fucking matter what number it is. It's just mm -hmm. a fucking next episode. It's always a newer and better episode. Yes. So... I'm your host, Jerry Skids. With me, as always, is my co-host, Simone DeMilo. How you doing, Simone? I sup, 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 sup. Do you think you'll ever stop that? Nope. If we listen to the beginning, the first few episodes, I guarantee you're not doing that shit. Oh. We're going to have to do that one day. Just listen oh, to the first episode. Oh, God, like... I hate listening to myself. <laughs> oh, listen God. to the first episode and find out how you intro the show before. In fact, let's do that right now. Oh, God. Impromptu. Why? It's impromptu. I hate hearing myself. I have no clue how the first oh episode starts. Oh, God. It's probably terrible. Let's see. The Destruction of World Showcase. Oh, I remember yeah. Oh, look. Theme oh, song. That song. Oh, it's a whole song. Oh, this is fun. They just heard this like five minutes ago. Oh, yeah. They're like, what the fuck? It's like deja vu. 
Episode one of Mouse Rants. My name is Jerry Skids. With me is my co-host Simone Milo. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Ah! God damn it, <laughs> Robin. Um, oh, you're like Robin. Fucking <laughs> yes. like. At least it's not like our intro from the what was it? The WDW we, that experience did, didn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of it. Mm. I never heard of that. Mm. Anyway, how's mm. everything been? You were gone last week. You missed the game show. Oh man, I heard some of the game show. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil who won. You would think it would be obvious that the person who won won, but it was actually a pretty close game. Pretty close. RJ won. What? I don't know. RJ won. Why not? RJ wasn't even there. <laughs> oh, no. He just won in R- absentia. You just love RJ. That's all. <laughs> it's all about you loving RJ. Frickin' he's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm not going to forget about what we were going to talk about just now. This is not... Because, like, it was his show that made us go big. I'm taking the bell away from you. No more bell for Simone! God damn it. (laughs) Next time we do a radio war, I'll give it back to you. (sighs) Fine. This is what happens when you misuse your toys. Oh. (laughs) Poopsicles. What? Poopsicles. Fuck it, just keep on going. Why? Because. Why'd you say that? I says, I says to Mabel, I says. Okay, get it. <laughs> now, if it was the poop smith, I would have been okay with it. Oh, the poop smith. I like that guy. <laughs> Did you enjoy the, the long that was before the cocoa? Because it's not the short. <laughs> I, did not. short. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I did not. I did yeah, we not. Just, we watched, uh, well, we saw Cocoa on opening day, but then we saw... Um, disaster artist. Disaster artist. Also. I was going to say the room, but we saw a disaster artist on opening day, too, and that was fucking hysterical. So fucking but good. It, I died it, laughing. Freaking <laughs> Zach Efron is a fucking brilliant comedic actor. <laughs> I, like, was Didn't cackling. Did you talk shit about Zach Efron once? I did, because I heard that uh, when he's on set, he, like, takes, it takes, like, a million takes to do, like, a line. Like, yeah, he'll he's spend, gotta, like, 12 hours filming, like, one line because if, he If you throw him into an improv situation... He's good. Oh, yeah. He's fucking hilarious. That's God, why he's he was funny. so funny. I, like, was in pain because I was laughing so hard because of Zac Efron. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, he's 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 a comedic actor. Yeah, like, he shouldn't do this, like, serious shit. For, for those of you who know The Room, he plays Chris R. So, Yes, that. he's fucking hilarious as Chris R. Yes. And it's not a spoiler because it's on fucking IMDb. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. The Long before uh, before Coco. Why was it so bad? Oh, God. First of all, it was a long and not a short. That's true. 
Oh, it just would not end. And also, like, whose idea was it to freaking have, like, in, uh, to give Olaf his own fucking film? Well, I can tell you whose idea uh, it was if you really want me to figure it out. Whose idea was it? Disney's um, what was the name of it again? Olaf's Frozen Adventure? Yes. Well. Oy. Vamp, while I look this up. Uh... Yeah. All right, you're not vamping. I'm so not we'll very good at vamping. Up. I'm not uh, an improver, an improviser. <laughs> uh, let's see. Production initially in February 2016, the short film was announced as a television special, which it should have been. Oh, why the hell didn't they just keep it as a fucking television <sighs> special? To be aired on ABC, it would be produced by Roy Conley, so that's who produced it. Oh. So that's who's really to blame, and directed by Kevin Dieters and Stevie Warmers. The title was revealed, blah, 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 blah. And it was announced that they would be featuring new original songs by Elisa Samsel and Kate Anderson. However, it was announced in June 2017 that it would instead be released as a theatrical short in front of Disney, Pixar's Coco, and it was deemed too cinematic for television. No. It's, it's the exact opposite I, of cinematic. I think that it would have been uh, better received if it was on TV, and it's the same length as... Um, like any sitcom. Right. So it would have been perfect. It it was the exact like of a Christmas special. Yeah. That's what it it's should be. It's a Christmas be. special. Yeah, that was a Christmas special. But and it's no, like... If it you was wanna... originally produced as a fucking Christmas special. Mm. I don't get it. Mm. Well, let's see. Reception. The week after Coco's release in Mexico, local media noted audiences strong dislike for the length of the short film. Mm. Because it was 21 minutes! Oh, yeah, yeah. Think about this. How long were those previews? Probably about 20 minutes, right? For the previews? 15 to 20. And then another 21 minutes for the short. Yeah. So, Coco started 40 minutes after it was supposed uh, to. Uh, and it's like, you just want to watch some Mexican cinema. <laughs> a few days later, all the cinemas in Mexico offered apologies for it and removed the short film from exhibition. Wow. American audiences had a similar negative reaction. Aye, aye, aye. Alyssa Wilkinson of Vox.com also reported that audiences in North America have been critical of Disney's decision of screening the 21-minute short long film before the main attraction. She additionally felt that the short would have been better off released on television instead yes! as announced originally. Yes! How, like, festive would that have been? I mean, it would have been annoying, but at least you knew what you were getting yourself into, you well, know? Well, the biggest problem is that I, first of all, I didn't even know it was originally supposed to be released I didn't know that on either. TV. And now that I know that, you can tell. And I've been oh, saying yeah. that since the beginning. It looks like a Christmas special. Why yeah. didn't they just release it on TV? People would watch the fuck out of that, especially yeah. if you put it right before the parade. I know. Imagine then, that. Put it right it before the Christmas great. parade. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, that Olaf. <laughs> what do they put the Christmas parade? It's like the first week of December, right? I don't remember. Something like that. Something probably. So you put it right before that or right after that. You, you get Tons of viewers. Yeah. And then you sell it on DVD and everyone will fucking buy it. Exactly. And I think that it would have been well received. If, and I mean, I don't know about well received, like, because it was too fucking long. But I mean, yeah. as like an actual episode, I think that people would have been like, oh, okay. I mean, Olaf's kind of fucking annoying, but you know, it's fine. Well, you expect that length when you watch it on TV. Yes. That's the thing. It's like, if I watch Charlie Brown, I expect it to be 22 minutes. Yeah. You know, if I watch... Fucking whatever Christmas special. I expect it to be 22 minutes or 42, depending on, yeah. you know, if it's an hour long or not. But this is what it looks like. 
It looks like it's a TV show. It does not... The animation is not as good no. as it was in the movie. Not that the animation in the movie was that amazing, but it was much better. Second, no. the story. There was no fucking story. He was just so annoying. You just wanted to smack Olaf. You're like, oh my God, Olaf, go away. Yeah. In a seven-minute short, <sighs> a seven-minute short that you normally have, they have a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Piper had a story. Seven minutes. Yeah. Feast seven. had a story. Aww. Seven minutes. All of them, they have stories. The only one that had no story to me, well, it had a story, but it was a shit story, was that Sanjit's religious oh, yeah, thing the, the, where you superheroes. I didn't like that one. That was just, I didn't understand what was happening. It was, it did not deserve to win an Oscar. They only no. did it because he was like, you know, not white. That's the only reason. I don't even remember like what happened. They were all superheroes. Like yeah, all he was little, obsessed like... with superheroes, but his dad oh, wanted and, him to oh, be yeah, religious. His, his dad didn't. Oh yeah, that's right. His dad wanted him to be religious, but he's like, "Fuck that shit! I want to be a superhero." Yeah, and then he learned about all the right. actual like gods that they worship, and then he yeah. made them superheroes instead. And yeah. so he was able to be religious and like superheroes. I don't think that anything should freaking like force religion on anybody. No, that was my number one hatred of it. Second, the animation was awful, and the sound was so bad. It was like weird. Sound Remember, it was like they had like moments. It had like long things of silence where it was like it was it was just bad. Yeah, it was it. a bad, bad short. But anyway, bad, bad man. You're bad man. So you can see all these people hated the fucking Frozen quote unquote short. There was four songs. Can you imagine watching Piper and there was four songs? Oh. The little bird, right? Yeah, oh, that, that was the one with the bird who like is scared of going in the water to get his food, and then the snake, the sand crab, like convinces him to go underwater, and he thinks it's beautiful. Yeah, that. oh, so adorable. Freaking, I love Piper. So cute. <laughs> they 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 managed they managed to get like uh, the story out in a fraction of the time of the Olaf short. Yeah, it's long. I'm looking at the soundtrack right now for the short. <sighs> It has 11 songs, what? and it's 25 minutes and 40 seconds. Well, three that, that of them includes, are karaoke mixes. It includes three instrumentals and a, uh, one score track. But everything else is a song. Like, they have mm. a, a reprise here. I mean, look at how many fucking songs there are on the soundtrack. Songs. It was not, I mean, some of the songs were pretty good. And the last song was real bad. The mm. When We're Together song. And that, of course, is the one that lasted the longest. Mm. But... The other songs were okay, I guess, but it doesn't matter. The whole short sucked. It was too long, and it made me really hate it. Like Alof, you Adolf. really are just sticking to the uh, yeah. I hate Olaf factor. Olaf of it. was so annoying. The, but the like, Olaf he was thing so didn't cute, bother like, me that the much. Character, like when we met him, like you know, in person, he was fucking adorable. <laughs> but like freaking, I'm like, oh my god, I, I just could not. I don't know. Like Josh Gad's voice was so grating. I didn't think Oof. that Olaf was the problem here at all. I thought it was just long and boring. It was just like, oh my not god. Not well written. That's on. what it is. No, it's, it was not written well. Like, that's the issue. So, the reason I'm mentioning this is because in a Disney group out there, well, in many Disney groups, people are posting the article talking about how people are mad about, mm. you know, the short, quote unquote, yeah. being in front of Coco. Because... I mean, it's re I mean, again, you're there to see a movie, and the yeah. short's supposed to be seven... I mean... It's ridiculous. I'm not. I'm not complaining. If Coco was three hours long, I'd still be in. Yeah, I'd be in because it was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie, and I cried. Fucking great I movie. I think everybody cried. <laughs> but 
I would rather have three hours of cocoa than fucking 20 minutes of fucking frozen and then... 21 minutes. Well, sorry, <laughs> 21 minutes of frozen and then another two hours of cocoa. That, 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 it's not, that's not what I want. Yeah. That's not what anybody wants. So here are the responses that people have been giving to this article or these articles mm. about how people hate the short. Now, before I do that, I have a story. Well, actually, let's read some of these. This is what people are saying. Now, remember, these are regular Disney groups. This isn't specifically anything. It's just one of those random Disney groups. Yeah. So let's, let's go into it. Do you want to read? Do you want me to read? You can read. Okay. So this person says, I find it interesting that people are so upset at the length because I remember how much people complained about how short the other Frozen short was. LOL. Wait, there was another Frozen short? Yeah, there was one in front of the Cinderella movie. It was oh, a normal length, that. seven minutes. And there was one song in it. You know the, one, the the little frozen, the little things that dance around. Oh, they whoa, sneeze whoa. and they come out. Oh, how cute! It's yeah. And then she writes, "Can't please everyone," which again, I don't remember everyone ever going. You know that Frozen short was way too short. No. Ever. I never heard anyone no, say that. I never heard that. But I love the short. I would rather have that than the twenty minutes of previews. You got both, though. I would have rather... Okay. I I would have rather had that than the 20 minutes of previous two. True. I do agree. But you got both. You didn't have a choice. Uh, no. If I had a choice, I would say, sure, give me the Frozen short. Because it wasn't good, but it wasn't, like, so bad that I wanted to kill myself. No. It was just obnoxious. But it was the fact that I had to watch 20 minutes of previews and then 20 more minutes aye, of this. Aye, aye. So, yeah. So the next person says... I just don't get how people are complaining about a free bonus feature Disney made before a Disney movie with a Disney favorite character? <sighs> 25 likes, by the way, that one got. 25 likes. I just don't get how people are complaining about a free bonus feature. Is free! It free? Is it free? Oh, yeah, because they advertise it as a double feature. Yeah, right. Look, if I wanted to see a double feature, I'd rather watch Coco and the Good Dinosaur. People hate the Good Do Dinosaur. I fucking love the Good I Dinosaur. I know. Another tearjerker. Good Dinosaur. Dinosaur. <sighs> then somebody writes, The Frozen Backlash is alive and well. Okay, I don't okay. think it's really about Frozen. No. All right. It's not about Frozen. It's just about the Olaf short. It's about the fact that they fucking misrepresented what it was. Nobody said it was 21 minutes beforehand. No. Nobody. No. Then it says, uh, first world problems. And then someone, oh, thank you. It's getting out of hand. <sighs> People are expressing their opinions of the fact they didn't like it. And therefore, it's getting out of hand. Oi. Is it? What? Uh, ah! And then, yes, jeez, is it really worth string upset over? What does that even mean? String upset? Like string what? String cheese? Uh, I, G string? I, I have no fucking clue what string upset means. I don't know. I think the country in general are angry about everything. The country in general are. Okay. There's always something to complain about. It's getting depressing. And then somebody write, agreed, you can't do anything anymore without offending someone or making someone upset. I agree with that. But they're saying it the other way around. They're saying the movie came out and now everyone's getting offended? Nobody's offended, no offended by the movie. Who the fuck is offended? Oh, it's like, oh my God, I'm offended by snow people. How about I say, say, I don't really like this movie that much. 
Because at one point in this thread, I wrote my opinion. And it was basically that I don't really like this movie that much. I didn't think it was that good. I thought that it, it was very long for what it should have been. Yeah. And uh, it, it was mediocrely written. It didn't, they didn't take the time, da 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 I said, what's the big problem here is that people are complaining about the people who have negative opinions about it. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't care if you like it. I never, you know, I never said that if you like it, you suck. Yeah. I don't care. But the fact that you're saying if I don't like it, then I'm an asshole because I didn't like something that was bad. And I, this one dude jumped all over me. Like, psycho Lee jumped all over me. He said that because I thought it was a bad movie, that I was a pussy. What? <laughs> and oh then he said... God. And then he called me a titty baby. A titty baby? A titty baby. What's a titty baby? Listen, I love me some titties, so I'm okay with that. A titty baby. I'm a titty baby, apparently. I'm a titty baby. Titty baby! This should be in your description for all your social media. Titty baby. Podcaster, editor, musician, titty baby. Jerry Skins. Yes. Holy fuck, the guy went... Crazy on me, and it was, and I decided. Let me see what happens if I just respond to him like completely, like calm. <laughs> so yeah, what I saying? wrote back. I'm like, why are you getting baby. so mad? <laughs> I'm like, I just expressed my opinion, yeah. and you're screaming and calling me names. Yeah, I'm not a titty baby. And he goes, Oh, snowflake, are you offended? I'm like, No, I'm not. I don't get offended over anything. Aww. I just find it odd that your choice was to get mad and flip <sighs> out when I was expressing an opinion. To which he then was like, Oh, turning it around on me, are you? It was what? Yoda. <laughs> so when he wrote, then he got mad at me because I didn't tag him in my comment. What? I replied to his thing. Why did you need to tag him? <laughs> He's oh a fucking God. asshole. Fucking, I'm like, he goes, oh, well, were you too scared to tag me? I'm like, no, I replied to your comment. Yeah. He goes, well, I don't get notifications if you reply to my comment. Well, you have to tag me. I'm like, that's not true. You, no. you don't know oh how my Facebook God. He doesn't works. even know how to use Facebook. Jesus. <laughs> Titty baby. Holy fuck. He went off. And then eventually he got banned because he was cursing and shit. Oh, really? And I was just being calm. Oh, that's kind of so funny. Suddenly, my, my, my whole, the whole thread was gone. That part, my oh. part, and uh, and then he was gone, and I'm like, That's well, hilarious. I'm still here. That's <laughs> what he's Sometimes wrong. it pays to not start cursing people out. Oh. That's why I just do that in a place where I know adult language is allowed. Titty baby. Titty baby me. Let's keep going here. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Who's Nancy? Hold on. Is that the person who said they didn't like it? I don't care. I'll skip that one. Oh yeah. This person goes agreed with Nancy, whoever that is. There's always something to complain about. They put a short. Of their most successful film of recent years. Their most successful film of recent years. Okay. Um, can you be more specific? Because I'm pretty sure all of their films have been pretty fucking successful. Well, this is just the one Frozen they're hyping. This is just like the one that has the most hype. Yeah, but like Over other hype. movies they've released have been fucking huge. Yeah. So I don't know, whatever. And what are recent years? Technically Frozen from 2012. It's not that recent anymore. Mm. Um, in front of a movie, it was twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. That could be twenty thirteen. Ah. Um, a recent year, in front of a movie they heavily promoted for a year. Seriously, I remember seeing previews for it during Moana. It's marketing, people. Get over it. Yes, I saw the Coco preview during Moana too, and uh, 
That doesn't mean anything. No. Like, how does that mean that fucking... What? What what the fuck? It's not marketing! I don't care if it's a frozen short. Nobody's like, oh, frozen. They were like, why is this so long? It's It's not it's too long and not well written. It's just bad. It's poorly written. That's the thing is that people think that, oh, people are getting mad because of this, this, and that. It's just because it's not good. Yeah. It's not because it's frozen. It's not because it's Olaf. It's not because of the music. It's not even always because of the length. It was just bad. If it was 21 minutes of something that was great, yeah. People wouldn't be complaining. People would be crying. And there's nothing to cry about. Or maybe no. you just, like, cry that you, like, freaking lost all this time. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> this one said, we loved it. And we got to bring our yeah. toddler to the bathroom one more time before Coco started. It was great. So, so they didn't th- watch it. Did they? But <laughs> they said we loved it. Okay. Uh, did they just walk out and go, it was really good, but I, we walked out of it. It was probably better because they walked out of it. Stop bringing toddlers to movies. Why? Ugh. You should. You shouldn't be into movie theater until you're at least five years old. I hate that shit. Like uh, freaking leave uh, your kid at home. Seriously, look. If I didn't have, I'm not going to be upset that I didn't get to see a movie when I was two. You know what I mean? It'll co- eventually come out on DVD and they yeah, can watch like, it. Yeah, like freaking. Then you're spending. I mean, well, kid, babies are probably free, but still. Yeah, but not even you. You should just like charge other like, people. With, well, with Broadway, they charge no matter what, and they don't allow right. babies in the theater. Four is the youngest. I think they four is still too that. young. I know. I agree. So people are like, eh, why don't you uh, have discounts for babies? Uh, can <laughs> you sit on my lap? It's like, nope. <laughs> this person goes, Facebook needs to add an eye roll reaction. I'll leave it at that. 21 okay. likes. My teenage girls actually call it Olaf's Dragon Adventure because they knew beforehand that it drags on. So, no, that's not true. Your teenage girls aren't that smart. They didn't think about that. You came up with that. You, you, exactly. You said that to them, and maybe they say it now. Yeah. Your teenage children didn't think of Olaf's Dragon Adventure spelled as she spelled it D-R-A-G-O-N like the fucking mythical creature. Yeah. They didn't think of that. You're lying. Stop lying so Facebook thinks you're funny. Nobody fucking thinks you're fucking funny, even though I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I, she goes, I knew nothing about it other than it was a Disney short. So, and that was in quotes. quotes. Yep. Yeah. So I thought that's what it was called. Wasn't paying attention during the title credits. Yeah. You didn't know what it was called. Correct. Yeah. Your teenage daughter said that and suddenly you were like, oh, uh, yeah, I, didn't, I never even heard of this. I didn't see any of the advertisements or anything. And spent the whole time waiting for a dragon to appear. You know, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. In Olaf's adventure, and was really disappointed that there were no dragons. Spoilers! Should also add that we went to the 9.50 p.m. show, your teenage daughters went to the... So how old are your teenage daughters? Are they 19, or are they 12? Which one? Well, 12 is not a teen. 13. Just one fucking year. Uh, well, I mean, 13, I don't know. I don't even consider that a teenager. Thir- I, I know it's technically a Would you take your children to a 10 p.m. show? No. In the fucking movies? No. 13 years old? I mean, be... <sighs> well, you're a bad parent, you do it. <laughs> the actual movie didn't start till like 10.40 p.m. Haven't been at work since 7.50 a.m. I was way over Olaf after five minutes, LOL. <sighs> as much as I agree with her, she's a poor writer and a liar. <laughs> you're a liar! Uh... Why would you go to such a late movie with your kids? I can't even imagine uh... my mom being like, you want to go to the midnight show? 
Ever. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Even now. It's like, stop it. She's just one of those moms. If it's true, she's just one of those moms who wants to be fucking known as the cool mom. Yeah, she wants to be the cool mom. <laughs> so then, like, her uh, teenage daughters, like, their their friends, like, get all, like, jealous <laughs> and shit. So your mom's so cool. She lets you see movies at midnight. Yeah, you went to the Late Late Show. Late Late Show. What a cunt. Mm. What? You cunt. Oh, you said it before I could play uh, it. Ah, fuck. Well. She's got big knockers. Best Does I she? Do. Yeah, well, maybe. I can't see she doesn't have a fucking picture. Oh, yeah. Seriously, I don't know why it's bothering everyone so much. I thought it was great. Oh. It wasn't. OMG, just call it a mini movie then. How about being mad about something real? What? What? So, there's... Are they complaining about it, but also complaining about people know. who are complaining, complaining about it at the same time? Everybody. They're just complaining about everybody. I hate this guy. <laughs> I really oh, hate him God. so fucking much. Oh, how about this? These whiny babies can suck it. The only reason I saw Coco in the theater was because of Olaf's presentation. Oh. <laughs> no, you didn't. Why would you be so obsessed with one Disney movie and not with another? That's the other thing, by the way. Frozen isn't Pixar, oh. so why did you put a Disney feature or, or whatever short in front of a Pixar film? It doesn't make any fucking sense. No. I love the Frozen short, and I'm grateful it was before Coco, or I would have missed seeing it on the big screen. What? What? I don't know. You didn't even go to see Coco? You didn't even go because you wanted to see Coco, so why are you grateful that it was in front of Coco? I, <laughs> I don't know. These people don't know what the fuck they're saying. No! They're just trying. See, that's the thing is they hate people who complain about things so much. Mm. Like, they hate any negativity so much. These people are so Lewish that fucking, they will just fucking make shit up Ooh. to make it sound like they're right, even though they, they know it doesn't make yeah, any I sense. Oh, fucking assholes. Then there's this one. Why do people have to complain all the time? I think that Disney's trying hard to do things the right way. Are they? What, what does that even what, fucking what, mean? What does that even mean? I don't fucking get I, it. I, I don't... So, what, I, I can't even make a comment on that. Are they Are they really trying hard to do things the right way? What's the right way? I don't know. What, is the Anal. right way putting out shitty fucking shorts? Longs? How about this? How can anyone be mad at sweet Olaf? Oh, give me a break. <sighs> fucking, oh, sweet. It's like my sweet song. <laughs> I am the werewolf. I'd like to make werewolf movies. This sucks. I know. I would rather watch the werewolf movies, guy. <laughs> you just want to watch him do, I like to watch. Have I ever showed you the clip from that? No. Let's look at it. I am the werewolf. Help. Werewolf is ended. Werewolf is Werewolf is fun.
shirt. Every night I turn myself into a werewolf. Oh, oh God! And that's it. It just fades out. What was that? Was that like the kids of Whitney High or something? It, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. What was that? How did you even find that? I like to make werewolf movies. What is that? What is that? What? How it's did you even find it? It's supposed to be a poetry slam. But that's that one a guy, poetry slam? That one guy just kept screaming. Oh, God. It was like a special people poetry slam. Oh, God. I picked the most distinguished audio out there. It, the, the girl wouldn't have had the same context as, I like to make werewolf movies. Does he? Can we watch some of his uh, some of his werewolf movies? I don't know. I can. Is this him? I don't know who this is. My name is William, and I like fingernail polish. What? <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Uh, all right. He's just rolling out the door now. I see ya. Oh my god! Why is it so long? I like episodes. What? I don't know, but I'm gonna have nightmares after that. Oh god. Okay, can we skip this it? This is like some sort of like Benjamin Button. I can't look at that kid that. anymore. My name is Debbie. I like antiques. Alright. Okay. I'm glad you like right. antiques. Right. What about that guy who likes fingernail polish? I like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's skip this guy. My name is Ruthie, and I oh, like her again. Oh, her again. Something's wrong. I mean, well, obviously. My <laughs> name is Amy, and I like sing. Okay, good. Sing. Good. Right. Oh, well, oh, bye. Movie oh, he's my guy. My name is Travis. Uh, and the movie star. He's the movie star. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My name is William, and I like fingernail polish. Again? You said that already! Okay, that's... Yeah. Right, he's just repeating for emphasis. No, he couldn't think of anything else to say. This sucks. I know, I know. Oh, you don't hate that child. No, can't watch this guy again! No! Let's, let's, find, let's find our guy again, Travis. Oh! oh, yeah, we love that guy. Travis! Yeah, Travis. My name is Travis, I like beer. It's good for you. <laughs> My name is William, and I like to wear dresses. Well, well there All you go. Right, nice. That's awesome. Fucking. Like My name that. is Travis, and I like beer. It's good for you. All right, it's not, but okay. Travis is an asshole. Uh, he likes to wear, make werewolf movies, and he likes beer because apparently it's good for you. It's good for you. And uh, that William guy likes fingernail polish, he and he likes loves. it so much he has to repeat it twice. Yes. And he likes to wear dresses. Awesome. <laughs> Let's you gotta be on. comfortable in your own skin. I applaud that. I I am uh, how, cheers to you. How is he drink. gonna get those dresses on? I don't know, but he loves them. He likes to wear dresses. Someone's helping him wear those dresses. <laughs> okay, here, here's you. here's another one. Gosh, as much as movies cost now, days be grateful. Oh, days be grateful. It's supposed to be nowadays, but now but they decided days. to write nowadays. Okay, nowadays. Gosh, as much okay. as movies cost nowadays. Be grateful you got it 
an extra little movie out of it. So sick of people finding something to bitch about. If it's not one thing, it's another to whine and complain about. And then somebody responded with... Facts. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Are they? Uh Why can't people have fucking opinions? I don't know. Seriously. The people who are are, are more deranged than anybody fucking saying that they don't like something. Mm. Or the defending it. Even the angriest fucking person at this fucking Frozen thing is not as psycho as these people. I know. How about this? The way I see it is you're basically getting two movies for the price of one. 21 minutes is about the length of a short movie they sell for like $15. Is it? Have you ever... (laughs) Well, I mean, they did have those little, uh, remember those little cassette things? Little fake little, like, cassette cartridges? The hit tips or the hit hit tracks? Yeah, hit clips or whatever. Like, and it was like 15 seconds of a song and they sold it for like 30 bucks. But that's because it was before, like, MP3s were around. So it was like, oh, look how cool this is. We're not going to give you a whole song, but we're going to charge you for an album. And it was garbage and nobody bought it. And then it fucking failed. Then it went away. Nobody bought that. Like the mini disc. I think (laughs) I had one because it was, like, on sale. I wanted a mini disc player, but... You Not know. a mini disc player, but like the little hit clips or whatever. I think I had one. I forgot what it was. Yeah. I think it was like on like really cheap because no one was buying them. Have you ever seen a 21 minute movie on sale for $15 anywhere? No. Can you name a 21 minute movie? No. <laughs> like even the Christmas specials, like The Grinch. It's like The Grinch and 16 other cartoons for $15. Yes. <laughs> Not like 21 minutes for 15 bucks. She's just making shit up. And let me see where she's from, because if she's... Doesn't even say, she's fucking... Whatever. Um, so, so if you didn't want to buy it, you get to watch it basically free. Mm. Not really, you still paid money You're to get to the movie. For, yeah, exactly. Don't want to see it? Come late to the movie. No! Never come fucking late to a movie! Do you know how distracting that is? You know, every time someone comes late to a movie, they're always talking. Because they were talking outside the theater, and so when they get in, they're still talking. Every time. Not once. Not twice. Every time. Three times a lady. Without fail. Every time. Well, freaking though, that's the great thing about Alamo is that you're not allowed to be late. I that's, I love Alamo you for that reason. Like, uh, you can't be on your phone. No talking. You can't talk. Good. Like, if you talk, the theater just kicks you the fuck out. Yes. The end. That's how it should be. Yes. That's and- the way it should be. <laughs> well, listen. If anybody out there is the type of person to purposefully come late to a movie, or even not purposefully, if you sh- if you show up at the movie and you're late. Don't even bother going in. Kill yourself first. Or get your money back. Preferably get your money back. But if you're going to be the person who walks into a theater late and disturbs everybody, you make people stand up while they're watching a fucking movie because you didn't want to watch the previews, then watch a fucking DVD at home. How about that? Because that's all you need to do. You're clearly a fucking retard. You're clearly William who likes to wear fingernail fucking polish. That's who you are. Well, I thought we liked William because he, you know, was true no, to himself. No, you liked William. Oh. I like Travis. Oh, because he uh, likes beer and because it's he, good for you? <laughs> it's good for you. And, and, and he, like, he's a movie star. He is a movie star and he is a maker of werewolf movies. That's correct. He likes to make them he's the and he just likes them too. No, he's the most artistic one. Yes. He's and he is the werewolf. Artist. He is the werewolf. I am the werewolf. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> don't come to the fucking movie late on purpose or fucking don't come to the movie at all. Yeah. The end. Bye. Bye.
You know, I was trying to watch the fucking preview for fucking the first, uh, for Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Or was it for Rogue One? For Rogue One. It was it hadn't been shown yet. It was like premiering at whatever fuck movie I was going to see. And people showed up late and were talking over it. Ugh. And I missed the whole fucking trailer. Sucks. I shouldn't have to miss a fucking trailer because you showed up after the fucking preview. The movie starts like five minutes late anyway in terms of the previews because they have commercials first. Take that time to fucking figure out what you're doing. I know, during the whole like cell phone like thing. Yes. Assholes! People stink. I'm glad there will be new Olaf as Frozen stuff by stuff, I mean quotes and songs, because the others were overplayed. I still enjoy Olaf. There was no punctuation except for the one period at the end okay. there. All right. People complain about everything and are offended by anything. How about nobody's offended? Where did you get offended no, from? No, no one's offended. The Who's only offended people who are offended it? are you! Who's offended by people complaining? They literally said people complain about everything. That's a complaint. Yes. They complained about people complaining and then said that people were offended by anything. They're the ones who are fucking offended, clearly. Not a fan of these people. It's really obnoxious. Yeah. This person says, I think people were offended because they promoted Christmas and Hanukkah and not any of the other religious holidays. Okay. When did that ever happen? And then somebody said, that's not true. They represented lots of different winter holidays. And then the, uh, the guy goes, I'm joking. I really enjoyed it. What? Oh, God. How? You weren't joking. You fucking said something. People didn't like it. And you backpedaled. Yep. How is that a joke? Hold on. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, God. You ever hear this joke before? What Let's is sit it? Down, take this I think people are offended because they promoted Christmas and Hanukkah and not any of the other religious holidays. Is that a joke? That's so funny. Ah! He wasn't fucking joking! And then this person goes, Some movies have to include every darn religion in the world to appease everyone? Give me a break. And then the same guy who started it wrote, According to Hollywood, yes. And then somebody said, I figured, LOL. And then they wrote, Relax, Janet. It's not that serious. And it's damn. I hate groups. I hate these stupid groups. I am glad that I'm not on them. This person is a barista at the granola bar of rye and a barista at the granola bar of rye. <laughs> oh, they must be related to William, who uh, likes fingernail polish. <laughs> yeah, who likes fingernail polish. Twice. Holy shit. All right. There's tons more of these, but uh, there's no way we're getting through them. <laughs> oh, God. There's a lot of fucking... Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> All these. Disney gave fair warning like six or seven months ago. No! They said the short was coming out. They didn't say how long it was. It was way too long. I was like, why is it so fucking long? I fucking... I don't know. All right, let's move on to the uh, stuff. Okay. So. I like to make werewolf movies. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I can't do a good impression. I like to make werewolf movies. Welcome to the Disney Cabaret. All right. 
right. <laughs> okay, that's the consistency I need for it to be thick and white. Is it? <laughs> All right. So today we're gonna do a little project. Ooh, is it like the Florida project? No. Oh. It's not like the Florida project. Oh, okay. So this is what we decided to do. Disney has made a few live-action movies out of their attractions. There was Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Country Bears. Uh, they did a Tower of Terror fucking TV movie. I never saw that. Steve oh, with Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they said at one point they were going to be doing a Jungle Cruise movie. Not to be confused with a Jungle Book movie, because apparently Jungle Cruise and Jungle Book are very... Okay. Confusable. Same thing. Apparently. Same exact fucking thing, yeah. according to Ned Ryerson with lung cancer. But, but that's a whole other story. But here, we've decided to pitch our own ideas for uh, our Disney attraction-inspired films to each other. Yes. And, and, and then, you know, just fucking see what happens. That's this episode. Yes. <laughs> and I thought it would be fun. So let's do that. All right. Okay, so here's my first one. And if you have one that's similar, we can argue about it. But I'm pitching to you, you're a Disney exec. Okay. All right. <coughs> I'm ex that's me clearing my throat as an exec. Okay. Swiss guard, who's played by Chris Hemsworth. Oh. And his crew of degenerates. Oh. Played by Kristana Loken, Kristen Wiig, and Thomas Hayden Church take their annual Viking reenactment games where they get drunk and fight their rivals. So they have, like, another team. Oh, shit. And they fight against that other team who go on this, like, Viking thing. And they do it once a year. It's okay. an annual event. Okay. This year, because they, they always lose. The other people are always better than them. Okay. But this year, they decide to get a leg up on the rivals, and they take a shortcut to get to their little area so they have a time to set up before they get there. Because they're always there first. They take the shortcut, which leads them to a forbidden passageway through a whirlpool and into near certain doom, where they run into trolls and polar bears oh, and all this shit. fucked up shit that tries to kill them. Fucked Macaulay up. Culkin will play Rune the Troll King, and Gwen Stefani is like a slut <laughs> who slut. shows up and she's like, hey, I'm Scandinavian. I have the right to be here, too. I don't have a part for her yet, but I know she's in the movie. Okay. It's about Maelstrom. What do you think? Maelstrom, Maelstrom. the movie. We, we, we can debate over the words Maelstrom. the movie Maelstrom. at the end of it. The movie. It should be Maelstrom. Capital letters. I like it. I, I dig it. I, I dig it. Like, uh, I think that uh, you have very strong um, casting decisions. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Chris Helmsworth, uh, he's very famous. Popular. Popular. Viggo um, Mortensen is in it. Oh, okay, he's popular, too. Uh, and then for, like, all the kids that grew up in, like, the 80s and 90s, you know, Macaulay Culkin is, like, uh, you know, like, you know, what's he up to now? So, you they know. They all have Scandinavian backgrounds. Uh, oh, does he? Yes. I did, you, did you research that? I researched it. Oh, shit, and so does uh, Gwen Stefani, that's why I And Kristen Wiig, and Christiana Loken, obviously. Oh, Her name's shit, wow, you did a lot of research on Yeah, Beagle Mortison. Wow, all right, I'm, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, the polar bears, are they going to be real polar bears that they, like, train or something like that? They're going to be CGI, oh. um, but they talk, so we need them to be CGI oh, anyway. 
or are they voiced by? Are they voiced by anybody famous? Or we, is this I haven't like, decided yet. That could be Gwen Stefani. Oh yeah, Gwen Stefani could be a. But I want her to be a slut, so I, I think that maybe we could even. You know what? We could just repurpose ta uh, fucking Kristen Wiig and make her one of the polar bears. We don't need to see her. Yeah, we don't need her, to see her. Her voice that's funny. Her way of speaking. She does a lot of good improv, and we could use that there you go, for the, the comedic portion. Yeah, I, I like Kristen Wiig as the uh, as the polar bear. I, I dig it. All right. All right. I think I would uh, I would greenlight that. Greenlit, motherfucker! Yes. All right, your ideas are so much better than mine. You actually have like freaking good ideas. Let's see. What do I have? Um, let's see. Billy Bob Thornton and George Clooney are brothers. Ooh. Who are trying to get... Is the Coen brothers directing this one? I, I don't know who's directing this yet. Because they're both... They're both Coen brothers staples. Are they? Yeah, we had uh, Billy Bob was in The Man Who Wasn't There and in uh, Intolerable Cruelty. George Clooney, also in Intolerable Cruelty. And Burn Without Reading. And Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, shit. It's a very Coen Brothers so cast so far. So it would be Coen Brothers, like, we would hope that they would, because of well, the let's names... Well, let's see what the topic is here. Okay, so they are on a quest to find the jewels. Okay. But they need to go through, go through the mines. Uh-huh. And they need to dodge huge rocks and bats and shit. <laughs> and it also uh, features Iggy Pop as Guy in Tub. You know, I have Iggy Pop as one of mine as well, oh, really? but not from that. <laughs> we'll get to that. And this is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, the movie. Now, I like that, but there's no mention of the railroad in your pitch. Ah, oh, fuck. So, no where does that come into play? I mean, obviously, they'll have to, they'll have to, like, uh, oh, the railroad has been out of service uh-huh. for many years. Right. So they need to work together, and then uh, eventually Iggy Pop needs to get his fucking butt naked ass uh, ass uh-huh. out of the tub to help them work on the railroad. Right. So then they enlist the help of a bunch of Chinese guys, <laughs> played by Randall Park uh-huh. and Daniel Day Kim, who right. are neither Both one of them Korean. are actually Chinese. And Daniel Day Kim, like you know, he's like got From muscles Lost. and shit, yeah. like so. And he was on Hawaii Five O until they didn't want to pay him anymore because. You know, they're racist. Uh, <laughs> so, Randall Park and Daniel Day Kim work on the railroad. Oh, and then they, like, sing that song and then go... I've, I've been working on the railroad. But that's about a bridge. I know. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't <laughs> okay. need to make sense. But the Coen brothers, because this, of... This uh, sounds like it could be very Coen brothers but we need to give it a more... Let's say... We need twists and turns. I haven't twists heard many and turns. twists and turns. What could the bats uh, have personalities? One of them will be voiced by Jason Alexander, mm-hmm. and the bats also tell them, "Hey, uh, you know, I think I know where your jewels are hidden." Hey, you see, I don't know so why he sounds like that. Twenties style. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's yeah. Jason Alexander. He can but do anything. Is this? Does this take place in the eighteen hundreds as the ride <laughs> does? Yes. It'll take place during. So, but that. he's talking like he's in the twenties. Yeah, why not? Like he's, he's like from the future. It's like he's from the future. That's from the future. That's from the future. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> there, there you go. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Bats from the future. Right. Rated R. Bats from the future too. For bat sex to be continued. Yes, it's like for bat sex and nudity. Okay. Like he constantly shows his balls. I do like that. Yes. It's all male male bat nudity. <laughs> all bat. Bat, male bat nudity. We don't oh, have some, some a lot of movies like nudity, that. Iggy Pop nudity, though. Iggy Pop like, likes to be uh, 
fucking naked or whatever. Right. Naked. naked. You know what? I'll give you a chance. I'm going to contact the Coen brothers and see if they can kind of rework a script and actually give it a few turns and give it their feel and maybe, just maybe, we can get this green lit. Yeah. Let's I mean, do there it. Are a lot of, there's a lot of star power. I'm in. Because you have stars from, like, you know, the big screen and the small screen. Right. So, I think, and uh, also, you know, like, movie icons, I mean, music icons as well. I'm, I'm all in like Flynn. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you one of mine now. This is my Iggy Pop one. I'm just going to skip ahead right, right now. Give me your Iggy Pop. So, this is the story of a dysfunctional family from the turn of the century. Oh. Until present day. Mm-hmm. Now technology grows and helps and then destroys them. Oh, shit. It spans multiple generations and we watch as the family gets more and more dependent on this technology and slowly turns the father into a murderous fiend. Oh, fuck. And the children into mindless zombies. Fuck. This is going to be starring... This Carousel of Progress, if you haven't guessed yeah, I know. it yet. Um, it's going to be starring Matt Damon as John, the father. Oh, and all gonna, right, we're going right. to use the age makeup as yeah, yeah, yeah. He time can age. goes on. He, he's, he's good with aging. Right. Um, Sarah's going to be played by Catherine Hahn. I feel like they would have a good chemistry together. Okay, all right. We could easily age her up, too. Now, Patricia, I want it to be played by that... Peyton List chick from uh, from that Jesse show. Now she's about the right age to play Patricia. I feel like like since we're Disney, we need to throw in some Disney Channel stars. Oh yeah, that's true. The, the, she's the older like the the cheerleader one, if that makes okay. sense to you. So that that's what. Now for the boy for plays Jimmy, I'm not sure yet. I was thinking. Maybe one of the kids from Stranger Things, but I have already one of them in something coming up. But I don't know yet. We have to talk about that. Okay. That's a mate on the on the now. We have adult Patricia. She's gonna turn into Daryl Hannah. Oh. And adult Jimmy gonna turn into Steven Dorff. Oh, okay. So that's gonna be the older, mindless, the people who really are obsessed with the technology and can't go outside yeah. anymore. Um we're gonna have Uncle Orville being played by the one and only oh, Iggy Pop. Oh, Iggy Pop, he's also in a bathtub. He's also in a bathtub. He's always in a bathtub. He is always in a bathtub. And the younger daughter who only shows up in one scene, we have her in this movie, and John is going to murder her. Oh, fuck. That's why she doesn't come back later. She's going to be played by Brooklyn Prince, the okay. girl from Florida Project, oh, who yeah. I thought did a great job in that, yes. and we want her in this movie. Yes. What do you think? I think I would green greenlight that. Your your ideas are so much better. I think that like that's a great idea. There's twist turns. There's uh you know relevant celebrities. There's celebrities who haven't worked in like decades. Like you know it's great. And also Disney Channel stars. Right. And also up and coming movie stars. It it all works out. Yes. Now. And also Iggy Pop. And Iggy Pop. That is the cherry on top. Well, hold on to your hat. Oh fuck. Because there's a sequel. <gasps> I already had the sequel all set up. Shit. After swearing off technology forever, the Johnson family, that's their last name in my version, signs into a NASA program to beta test a new living facility on Venus. It's a little area called Alpha Centauri. We'll get to that. 
But soon, they find out they were duped by the American government and are actually living in an untested space prison with very little resources to survive. Can they escape their planetary tomb and make it back to their home? Find out in Horizons. Oh, shit. Yes. I like that. And the same cast minus the dead girl. Wow, you took like two different parks too, and then like. Well, it it was technically a sequel. They used the same family. So oh, it's, it I works out. I didn't get to do Horizon, so I know. aren't you special? <laughs> All right, greenlit. That's um, it. Just greenlit. Yep, that's it. Yep. No, no thoughts. I think that everything's great. Like, I mean, I, I well, who's gonna be? Um, do you have any like other like names that you could throw in there? You know, because like sequels don't necessarily always do well. Right. But we don't care. We're Disney. We'll throw sequels at you regardless. So you're just going to do it based on... Even if the first one does bad, Horizon's still coming out. That's true, because they don't really care, just like Cinderella 3. (laughs) Exactly. They're like, fuck you. Here you go. Yeah, that's how a Pirates 4 can is, get made. Is this direct to DVD? No. Or is this, oh shit. The, theatrically the, released. Theatrical release, all Theatrically right. released. Um, who do you want to these, direct this? These stars are big. We can't have them fucking being direct to DVD. Can you imagine Matt Damon direct to DVD? Oh, yeah, that's that's not happening. No. Like these his, are stars. His agent would not uh, approve of this. I think he pops another story. But Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He's in Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Who do I want to direct? I'm not so sure at this moment. I am. Oh, I would. I mean, I'll direct it. But if I can't do it, I would see somebody along the. You know what? I want to give P.T. Anderson another chance. Paul Thomas Anderson, director of Boogie Nights. Oh, what has he done anything recently? He did No Country for Old Men. Uh, I mean, that's no the Country brothers. for Old Men. Um, there will be blood. Okay. Remember the Oscars? All oh. that stuff. That was, you know, 2007. That's almost seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's seven. a long time ago. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's see. What do I have next? This one. God, you are so. That's what. This is why you're the filmmaker, and I'm not the filmmaker. <laughs> okay. I have Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ooh, I have one of mine too. And Jay Baruchel. Oh, I have him in one of my two. Oh, shit. <laughs> we have the same actors. Yeah, two different movies, though. Oh, okay, got it. How, how do you know? It could be the same movie. I mean, in mine. Okay. Never oh, okay. Mind. I mean, I have... Never mind, go ahead. Team up on an adventure. Where they... <laughs> did they already team up in an adventure? <laughs> Wait, did they ever team I, up I on know. an adventure? They seem like, like they would. They would, right? Perfect Naturally. cast already. Yeah, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jay Baruchel. Like, right. Uh, team up. On an adventure where they encounter hungry hippos, cannibals, and other scary motherfuckers. With uh, J.B. Smoove as, as Trader Sam in Jungle Cruise, now, the they, movie musical. This is all <laughs> First of all, the Jungle Cruise with Dwayne The Rock Johnson is already greenlit. Oh, fuck! <laughs> God damn it! How did I not know this? I don't know. Oh, God damn. It's great that you... Well, in your version, because I'm sure the version that comes out is going to be shit. Yeah. In your version, give me a little bit more. So who's... J.B. Smoove is fucking Trader Sam? <laughs> He's Trader Sam. Give me a line that he might say. Like, I'm motherfucking J.B. J- no, that, that's just fucking like... Uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Samuel Jackson? Samuel Jackson. Yo, I'm motherfucking Trader Sam! Yeah, he'd be like, uh, like, you know, like, uh... I'll give you one of my hands! 
If you give me one of yours! Oh, yeah, he would actually... No, I, I like J.B. Smooth. And, like, because the thing is, like, you know, he, because, like, he's a fucking, like, head salesman, like, that could be, like, really, really fucking scary. Mm. Or it could be J.B. Smooth, and then, like, he could make it funny. Right. You know, he'd be like, you know, like, I, I give you one of my heads for one of yours, Longball Larry. Oh, yeah, that's right. So then, like, uh, freaking um, Larry David could be one of the guys who gets there and then, like, you know, there's all these fucking, like, uh, what are those rhinos and stuff like that or whatever trying to, like, get into his asshole. And then he's, like, climbing up the totem, totem pole. So he's a totem he's, pole like, guy. He's a totem pole Does guy. Does he have, like, is he just a cameo or is he, like, He's a cameo. A he, he, no, he's a, he's, he's just a cameo. Like, he's too uh, busy writing the next season of Curb. So in your version, is there are there skippers or is that... Yes, they are skippers. Both of them. There's Skipper Dan and Skipper... Dave, do you are you thinking of possibly getting the Weird Al song for the? Yes. Okay. And Weird Al could also be, um, he could be in it too. Oh, he could be the voice of the elephant who's uh, who's uh, showering. So the elephants talk. They talk. They all talk. They do, sing too. The question is, does Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jay Baruchel find it weird? That these characters are talking and singing. They find it weird at first, but then they join in and then right. they have a jolly good time. Now, so there's skippers. They've never witnessed this before. Suddenly, everything comes to life. It's not a musical yet when they're like, you know, doing their skippering time and the nervous Nelly or whatever the fuck they right. like, like the, the boats they're on and shit. And then uh, as they get, you know, deeper and deeper, you know, right. like Niles and Niles and... Fuck, right. fuck. Uh, then, you know, the things start, like, singing at them. Like, you know, um, if you want to go with the Disneyland version, there's also piranhas and stuff like that. And then they do, like, a little, like, yeah, like, little piranha song. Like, it would be, like, really, like, high-pitched and stuff like that because they're, like, <laughs> smaller, so, like, they'd have higher voices. Right. And then uh, the um, uh, the hippos and stuff like that, they'd be like, like, you have uh, Ken Page could be, like, one of the hippos. <laughs> All right. Like, you know, it'll be kind of like the Jungle Book, but not at all. <laughs> but Cruise. But Cruise. Are there going to be tourists along with them? Um, or is it just them? No, it's like, just going to be them because so they're like, what? where the fuck are our tourists? Like, nobody shows up. Like, they come to work and then they're expecting to, like, lead people on a tour. Uh, so then they could tell their bad jokes and stuff like that. So but then no themselves? one shows No, no one shows up. Why did they go and then? And they're like, because they want to find out why, where the fuck is everybody? Everybody's gone. So and they were like, so they like were the, there, but they So yeah, they're the last two people they were there, but so the, they're the last two people I guess in this jungle, except for Larry David, who just like randomly shows up, but then right. like he has to run up the totem pole. <laughs> so then he ends up dying. <laughs> getting anally um pillaged. Now after you know, being so long after 9-11, are we are we gonna be able to finally Throw a plane crash in there since there is one in the attraction. No, we have to have a plane crash. I mean, it's been a while, so it's a while. Okay. Now is Larry in that plane crash, and he's the only survivor. Or yes, something he's like the that. only is that survivor. Why he's there. He's the only survivor. Sole survivor. <laughs> so he's running around, kind of like a Woody Allen type thing. Yeah. And then he's like whoop. complaining about like not getting like good bagels or anything like that because right. he's not in New York anymore, like or whatever. <laughs> Even though like he's been living in LA for like the past twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> but does, he's does, like you know. Dwayne the Rock Johnson try to save him. Uh, or is he just like, bye? Nah, he he doesn't. He'd rather save himself. <laughs> so then, like he he's a cameo, like but he doesn't get to live. So you know, right. and then they uh, find JB Smooth, and then you know, like he tries to like you know get them to. Well, he's trying to really get their heads because he's trying to like kill them. But right. then 
you know, they, they think that he's like, that he entices them with his like, you know, voodoo charm or whatever, you know, because he's JB Smooth and he's like smooth. So <laughs> you want to hang out with him. Okay. How about this? We, you, we know a lot about these guests and, and the characters they meet along the way, but what about our two main characters? So far, they, you haven't talked about any interaction between the two of them. Well, like, you know, like he's, uh, so Jay Baruchel, like, okay, so Dwayne The Rock Johnson is definitely like the more seasoned skipper. Like he's seen it all. He's done everything. Apparently not talking animals. But not talking animals. No, he's seen it all, but like everyone disappears and then like they're talking animals. So the twist is like, well, not, I don't go on go to the twist, but Jay Baruchel, like he's like the new kid, you know, he's like, oh, like, oh, like, like really like neurotic. Like, so oh like, my God, like Jay Baruchel. You know? like, oh is Jay Baruchel? playing Jay Baruchel yes exactly uh, so like he's just you know really kind of neurotic and doesn't know what he's doing and he's like oh my god like you know where did everybody go like you know it's my first day on the job oh my god and then they're singing so the twist is like everybody's gone because like they all became the animals but then at the end nobody actually becomes human again so it's is it a sad ending or does like Jay Baruchel and uh, they hook and up Dwayne Rock <laughs> And become animals too. No, they don't become animals. They just stay themselves, but then like they sing like a really beautiful love duet. And they fall in love. Yes, it's kind of like uh, reminiscent of guy love, except they actually fall in love. And then they this live. comes out of nowhere like this. Have, Yeah. I don't know if I can agree like this. Yeah, this is really bad. This is Holly. This is Disney. We can't have gay stuff. <laughs> What's wrong with gay stuff? Everyone will complain. <sighs> We're not allowed to do anything that. I mean, obviously. You and I and everybody working at Disney understand. Yeah, but well, shouldn't there be diversity and inclusion? Yeah, in of course there should be. I mean, it's twenty seventeen. But there won't be because people will complain. Ugh. We're gonna have to. We might have to rework that ending. Uh, it also comes uh, out of nowhere. So that it's a movie musical. Shouldn't that just be like you I'm know, all make with it okay? you? I'm with you, but Fine. corporate corporate might not agree. Yeah, they're not gonna like it. Oh, fine. So we'll see. Well, we'll have to rework it, but I'm sticking with my script. They, I might have to sell like my soul and just have somebody else like rework it. But I mean, I like what I have. All right, greenlit. Oh yeah. Oh, why not? Why not? Okay, cool. Yay! Pretty, I mean, inclusion. Honestly, we're all getting greenlit. We're all getting greenlit, <laughs> so that's gonna happen. Yep. All right, so I'm gonna give you my Dwayne the Rock Johnson one. Okay. This one is actually extremely short, but effective. Okay. It's a chase movie. Okay. Right. Okay. But not the bank. It's not a Chase Bank movie. (laughs) Okay. It's a a, a, a straight-up car chase movie. Okay. Starring John Cena. Oh, God. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh Uh-huh. Dave Bautista. Oh, God. And Fandango. What? Four wrestlers racing, but it's all today's standards. it's, It's in the style of... Fast and the Furious and Need for Speed, all that shit. But it's turn of the century, small town with old ass cars and shit. The name of the movie, Main Street Vehicles. Oh, oh shit. They're going to go like at like three miles per hour. But it's insane. There's explosions. There's fucking shit. We, look, you know who's directing this shit. Oh, yeah. Michael fucking Bay. Is, he's already on. He's signed on. All we need is the green light. Okay. That's it. That's all we need. I think if you have Michael Bay that already, like, makes it, yeah, people are going to see it. There's going to be a lot of explosions. And All Cena. different kinds of vehicles. Horse-driven carriages, horseless carriages. Yeah. Those weird things that are, like, squeaky. Yeah. 
Like, so I think old cars, old go ahead, cars sorry. and just going to be really slow. So, but like, I mean, you said it's going to be crazy, but I mean like cars, like old, old ass cars, like aren't capable of going fast. We're going to shoot it as if they're going fast. So like in fast motion. So then it nope, looks nope. like, no, fast cuts. Every second there's going to be a cut. It's going to be like scene, cut, scene, cut, scene, cut, scene, cut, boom, 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 explosion, boom, 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 Main Street Vehicles. Rated R. Rated PG-13 so everyone can see it. Yeah, oh, I like that idea. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that actually made me excited for uh, a Michael Bay movie. Because, like, there's fucking, like, explosions and fucking, like, you know, Main Street Vehicles and shit. Fandango is, like, (laughs) he he doesn't want (laughs) to drive. He's too scared to drive. So he leaves constantly. He shows up. He's a wuss. He shows up, ready to go, but then someone doesn't pronounce his name right, and he just fucking drives away. So he, he never actually races. Okay. So he never races, but just like no. how he doesn't actually wrestle. Right. Okay. Same thing. We're gonna we're using that. Because they stopped doing that, apparently, oh, but we nice. need to bring that back. Yeah. Because that's fucking hysterical. Yeah. So even though fucking Vince McMahon doesn't want to do that, this guy... Fandango is going to get his day back. All right. I like that. Greenlit. <laughs> that's it. No questions. No nothing. No. It's I, that I, simple. I, I, I mean, that, that's already, it, that's going to do well. That's going to, like, uh, do well at the box office. Yeah, it will. Every time he's on screen, this is playing. <laughs> so, like, he spent most of the majority of his career, act, like, not actually wrestling, but now he actually wrestles, so that's... Uh, it wasn't... I don't think it was the majority. It was the beginning, and then, I guess, people got tired of it or something. Aww. I would have thought it was funny to always do that. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, I know. What that would have been the man? best thing ever. I know. Because nobody would expect it. <laughs> They'd be like, okay, today he's going to wrestle. Nope, never. never oh, happens. man, that's disappointing that he actually wrestles now because that's I not funny. Okay, go ahead. All right, my next one. Two crash test dummies fall in love and only have seven. Seven? Yeah, <laughs> seven chances to love. Really? Okay. No, I'm kidding. Before we're say they die. Se- seven, so, seven, seven, seven chances. So they only, like, so they can only... They only have seven crashes. They can only be together for seven crashes, and then that's it. They, they're they done. They're right. dead. Because they can only survive the impact of seven... Seven! Yeah, seven crashes. Okay. And uh, so it's a love story. It's kind of like that episode of The Simpsons where the doctor tells him he can't take another uh, cannonball to the gut, or he'll die, but he wants to do it because everyone loves him when he gets shot in the Aww, stomach. Yeah. And also his family seems to really be proud of him. But of course he doesn't kill himself. Yeah. So in the so so okay, talk to me. Who's in this? Who are these dummies? They're voiced by Shia LaBeouf and Emma Stone. <laughs> Why Emma Stone? Because she she sells tickets. Okay. I mean they made her a half Asian woman. Come on. 
<laughs> so she can play a fucking crash test dummy. And uh, so, you know, they fall in love and then um, they're both created at the same time in the same lab or whatever. And then uh, one day on a crash, um, you know, they realized, oh, I like crashing with you. Oh, so it's like a mix between the movie Crash, not the racist one, the, the, the one where he, one. the one where the, he the fucks her, one, yeah. right? He fucks her scars. Between that and the episode Homer Blue, maybe Homer Blue, whatever it was. I that saw one. that. I saw that episode. Whatever it was called, yeah. But yeah, so they fall in love, and you know, like every day, like they they try to get to know each other, but they are only allowed like their relationship can only last for seven of these seven. Yeah, seven. Um, of these tests, you know, so, you know, they go through, like, you know, like, uh, you can go through, like, a montage of all, like, the different bricks and stuff they go through, and they're like, <laughs> and then, like, the corrosion, and then the heat and the cold, and then, <laughs> and then they, like, they're wearing, like, you know, like, Christmas things on them. Like, well, is this a full-length, like, movie? I mean, it can't be a full-length movie, because then they only have seven chances, so there's not, like, but much you can do. It could be, like, a 21-minute short can't we make it a full-length film? Can't we easily do that? Like, if we have the lead-up of them falling in love, and then we have the breaking the news, that's a whole seven more... Seven crashes. They could do so much stuff. What do they do after they, they uh, are done crashing? What could, you know, I mean... After they're done crashing, they I mean, go out, it's have like some a, dinner. it's a very uh, like I mean, yeah, they they go out and have some dinner, like refuel and stuff like that, and uh, you know, like they, they they go to the um the the cooling station or whatever the fuck it is, and then have like a coke and stuff like that, and just right. like have a good time, and just like you know do like fun things, uh, maybe go on Soren, I don't know, and then <laughs> um, so. And so then, this is an in park. This is actually in park. It's this is not actually a movie in park. Yeah, it's actually in the park. So it's a little odd to me now. It's a little odd because yeah. we've made movies. The rest of the movies are based. It's a the movie that created a world, but here it's just here's they're on the ride. Here they're on the ride, but they only get to crash for seven times and then they're done. Hmm. They can't crash now. Like I, I gotta, I gotta finesse it. I would, but. I would like to see. An actual thought process of them figuring, do they, what do they love more, each other or life? Mm. You know what I mean? Rather than just doing a 21 minute short, this is something that could be extended easily That's if true. we just add more than just the ride. Because nobody wants to see the ride for 21 minutes. No. We want to see their thought process. We want to see them going on dates. We want to see them fall in love. Fucking. We want to see them fucking. Yes. But, you know, like, ultimately, it'll be, like, love story. Right. Uh, where one of them, like, ends up getting chosen, like, for their seventh crash, while the other one still has more crashes left in them. And then, like, she dies. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And then, like, at the end, it goes... The hell's that? The crash test dummies. Oh, oh, the actual... I, I thought you were humming something else. So. But, like, it'll make you cry because, like, you know, she's dead, and then he's got more crashes left in him. Right. But he just wants to crash with her. Yeah, then you have to make it a full length because... Yeah. It, it, oh, and they're fucking duh! They'll, they'll play fucking, like, Dave Matthews' Crash! <laughs> 
So what do you like? Give me like what happens right before she goes on. What are their last words together? Before he she goes on the last final trip. I'll always crash into you, baby. Oh yeah, this is like this is <laughs> this is our getting ready. This is it. Like last crash. Cause he's got like a few more crashes left, but she keeps on getting chosen to crash. And then like they could be separated from each other, so he can't even say goodbye to him. He can't say goodbye, and he's like, you know, like he's putting his hand out. Imagine like that crash test dummy face, like just like he's putting his hand out, you know. And then like she, she's trying to, but like she needs to have her like. Uh, her seatbelt on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He could be like two cars behind. So he can never reach her because he can't move because he's strapped in. Oh, God, this is so sad. That's why I need you to collaborate with me. And then, like, it, like, crashes hard and then, like, it's going slowly. It's like, and then there's, like, a montage now of, like, all their times together. You know, like, uh, like, when they were first built in the factory, and then, like, when that first bit of life got put into them, yeah. and then they meet eyes for the first time, and then they, like, smile at each other, and they have that look, like, the, I'm in love with you, you are the one for me, look. And then it shows them, like, on their first crash together, then, uh, you know, them, like, having, like, dinner or something like that. And then, like, you know, it has, like, you know, them, like, fucking and stuff, like, and kissing for the first time and stuff like that, like, you know, in that order. Yeah. And then, um, How about, like, this one where, like, they're walking, and then, like, his arm kind of falls off because of all the crashes and stuff. Yeah. And she, like, looks at him like, oh, you, and puts <laughs> it, back, puts it on, back on. And then he, like, looks at her all thankfully because <laughs> yep. he wouldn't have been able to do it himself if no. he needed her to do it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like, them dancing and stuff like that, like, um, you know, like, at some, like, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy concert or something like that. Well, if this music is playing, no. how about we just nix the Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? <laughs> yeah, just nix it. They're slow dancing in some nondescript location. Right. Yeah, I like, like that better. Just like, you know, and then... It could just be like, like a bar mitzvah. It could be a bar mitzvah. <laughs> or a bat mitzvah. Right. Uh, it could be a bris. I don't know. Like, uh, and then, uh... You know, like just them like looking at each other lovingly and then, you know, like the pain they went through because they went through a journey together and then, um, you know, she's crying because, you know, parts of her body would just like fall off and then she knows that, you know, the last crash is coming soon and she knows that it, her end is almost here. You know, and so, you know, them just like holding hands and just like enjoying each other. Oh man, this is so fucking sad. I, and then it's like right before the last crash, she should change her mind, but it's too late. But it's too late, she's already strapped in, and then like. And, and during this. Ah, yeah, and, and, and it's just like slowly, and then like the engines, like, you know, the wheels, everything is just like turning on. It's just like, you know, cuts to like close ups of like the car and stuff. And then, uh, and then like it's like slow mowing the crash and he, right yeah and then like you see him like going behind trying to reach his arm out going no and he jumps out of the seatbelt yeah. it breaks and he just goes no <laughs> and he could have he could have made it if he tried a little harder before but it's too late it's too late and he just stands there on top of the car and then they fucking fuck up and, and then and she's it's dead it's, it's done then we should have we should have at least one scene at the end 
where like he's like reflecting on whatever choice that he made. Is he gonna live at the end? He's gonna live. So he doesn't kill himself, right? He anything. doesn't kill himself. Alright. I'm in! Greenlit! Yay! I, was, I wasn't into this! But I, yeah, you, the you song it, did it! The song the, did the it, The song yes. is what is what did it. Yes. Good job. Oh my god, someone needs to make this movie! <laughs> someone who has more skills than me needs to make this fucking movie! I, 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 I obviously can't make movies. Oh my god, I would pay money to see this movie that, like, I'm coming up with the idea for. <laughs> and this song needs to be in it. I agree. I like this. Oh. I don't think I have anything this good. This is great. All my stuff is silly. Oh, I have a lot of silly stuff, too. You just haven't heard my super silly stuff yet. I'll, I'll go with one of my silly things. Okay. Bill S. Preston, Esquire. Oh, shit. And Ted Theodore Logan are back. Oh, fuck. Finally. They're visited by Rufus's son, Josh. Now, Bill and Ted are still played by Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Okay. Middle-aged. Middle-aged, that's okay. Josh is going to be played by Bobby Cannavale. Why not? Oh, why not? He's famous. Yeah. <laughs> we like him. He's a good actor. So he'll play Rufus's son. Okay. He warns them of an imminent nuclear war and convinces them that they have to gather up every single president in history, lock them in a room to debate and convince a political leader at the time, whoever he or she may be, to make peace. Unfortunately, after all this is done, Andrew Jackson gets loose and Bill and Ted have to fucking chase him through time and capture him to bring him back before he alters all of history. But we all know that Andrew Jackson cannot go somewhere without killing someone. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, that's the overall story. And not only do we have Bill, Ted, played by Keanu Reeves and yeah. Alex Winter, but we also have, as I said, Bobby Cannavale and special guest stars Barack Obama as himself. Shit, fuck yeah. George W. Bush as himself. Huh. Bill Clinton as himself. Okay. Alec Baldwin is Donald Trump. <laughs> yes. Because he's not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, Trump's not going to do it. And Billy Joe Armstrong is Andrew Jackson. Boom. Oh. Boom. Boom, motherfucker. Is it a musical, too? He's going to sing, but it's not going to be a musical. <coughs> okay. Nice. So what do you think? Hall of Presidents, the, the maybe musical. It's just Hall of Presidents. Exclamation point. Yeah! Exclamation point? Like, point is what uh, did it, it for me. It doesn't even say Bill and Ted. We don't need to. No, it doesn't need Hall to. Hall of Presidents, the end. But, like, the alternate title will be Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's. No, it'll just be called Hall of Presidents. AK. Oh, no. And then in parentheses, a Bill and Ted adventure. Oh, I love that. It's like the fucking uh, sequel that everybody's been waiting for. Yes, and Alex Winter will direct it. Okay. I'm down. Just because he wants to. Yeah, I'm down. Like, um, like I feel like the what about Abe? What about Abe? They yeah. already know Abe. Oh, they... that's so. Yeah, that's true. He was in the first movie. He yeah. was like he had we'll a. We'll get the same scene. actor if a... we can, but okay, he's like more of a cameo than like an actual like big role, like he was in the first movie. Right in this one, okay. Andrew Jackson's the big the okay, big role. Okay, so this one is about the about Andrew Jackson. But other pe other characters will be bigger, especially the ones who are played by themselves. Obviously. Since Andrew Jackson like killed all those poor Native Americans, who would play? Are you going to have Native Americans in it? Well, 
I don't. I think that would be too too obvious. Yeah. I think it's better for him to go back in time to places like ancient Rome. Oh, he just kills everybody. He's, yes, but now he's going back to ancient. He's got to deal with the fucking pharaoh. Oh shit! So you got Andrew Jackson and a pharaoh. Oh. Who knows what's gonna happen? Who could the pharaoh be played by? Hmm. You know, I think it should be played by someone white, <laughs> because just to piss everybody <laughs> off. Because there's no such thing. There's no such as thing. An actor uh, I, I guess so. Uh, no, I think it should be played by that Rami guy from Mr. Robot. Oh he, yeah, he looks he, like a pharaoh. Well, he well he's Egyptian. Look at his eyes. He's Egyptian. Look at his eyes. Oh, that's right. He's, he's a fucking pharaoh. But he's actually Egyptian, so See? maybe he was a pharaoh in a past life. Could have been. He could be related to a pharaoh. We got our fucking. There you go. Pharaoh. He could play Freddie Mercury, and he could play a fucking pharaoh. He's not just a pharaoh. He's the pharaoh. The pharaoh from the Bible. The one who talked to Moses. Yo! Moses is in this shit. Moses, who's playing Moses? Moses is going to be played. I know who he's going to be played by. Nestor Carbonell. Moses. Oh, yeah. I can, play, I can see him play Moses. Fuck yes. Yeah, he'd be a good Moses. Jeff Goldblum is going to reprise his role as Aaron. As Aaron? Moses' brother, the one who actually uh, did all the work. Okay. So then, but Moses got all the credit for it. Right. Now, Aaron, or uh, Jeff Goldblum played Aaron in the... Prince of Egypt. Oh, so. I cried a lot in that movie. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh God. There you go. So we got our. It's not just. That's not the only time. It's gonna probably be like three or four time periods. I'm not sure which the other ones are. Yeah, it's yet. Bill and Ted, so it has just to be like an adventure. Right. So it's it's just like in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where they go to three to four different time periods, and then it just montages the rest of it. So is it gonna have like a heavy rock score? Oh fuck yes! But it's all gonna be like fucking. Faith no more. Oh, We're yeah, bringing yeah. back the old scores. Nice. We, don't need, we got Didn't Iron Faith Maiden. No more, like singer just die or something. Somebody huh? died. Did the Who Faith cares? No more singer just die. I Great. Forgot. Easier for us to get the songs. Well, it doesn't mean that it's easier. Their estate could like make it hard. Fuck that. That's okay. I think they'd be game. And a random appearance for the first time in forever. Okay. In forever. <laughs> okay. Bye. The Immortals, aka Lords of Acid, but oh shit, the ones who did Are they the, gonna do the sex songs. They're they're just no because the the Immortals, quote unquote, the did the Mortal Kombat theme. So they're writing a chase theme. Oh, fuck. just for this, nice, but not the bank. Right. You like chase things, apparently. Well, there's got to be a chase, or else you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's another movie, freaking like uh, Chase Bank. The musical. Well, because you know that's that, the bank of Disney's that's the not ATM interested mode. in that. So. No, Disney. They would not greenlight <laughs> that. They might make that like into a short, but right. you know. <laughs> no, I like that idea. I like. I think it's got star power, mm -hmm. and I think that like for the people who've been waiting decades for this fucking uh, Bill and Ted sequel, will be very happy because they're like you know they mentioned this like fifteen years ago, and it's like where the fuck is the sequel? Right, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they <laughs> are middle aged. And they have real jobs and shit, uh, and they're they not an doing... Huh? They need an escape from the real jobs. They're not doing Wild Stallions anymore. Uh, in fact, Bill and Ted aren't even friends anymore <gasps> at the beginning of the movie. Oh, but because of Rufus's son, Josh, that he brings them back together to reunite the Wild Stallions and realize they don't have to do it. They're not that great. They don't have to do it as a profession. They can do it as a hobby. Mm. This is their thing. Okay. And they get to... You know, at the end, they get together every once in a while to play some music 
For fun. Yeah. Oh, and Rufus they don't is have dead, to. so like, uh, yeah. What? Rufus is dead. I didn't say Rufus. I said Rufus' son Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Rufus is dead. Played by Bobby Cannavale. No, I'm saying because Rufus is dead because he was played by uh, George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, would he be, would they get someone, like, to play him, but then, like, CGI his face on there, like, did it for, like, Princess Leia? Nope. Okay. No. No. We're not doing that. We're not. This is Rufus' son. Okay. Rufus, in the movie, will be dead. Oh. It has to happen sometimes. I know. Well... Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the Bill and Ted sequel that we've all been waiting for. Awesome. All right, so let's see. What's next of mine? All right. So, Steven Tyler and Aerosmith go on an adventure through L.A. filled with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Rated triple X. It's just a porn. It's just a porno. Wait, so- Everybody fucks each other. Ken Marino, like, you know, fucks the manager. Because, you know, like, when they leave, like, they're just fucking, like, having sex, like, on the, uh, whatever, the soundboard thing. What, what do you call those things? Because you're a mixer guy. What are those soundboard. things? Uh, the soundboard, yeah. Or they're mixer. fucking, uh, and then, like, you know, they end up having, like, um, like a threesome with the, the guy that grabs the Black Les Paul. Right. So then, like, you know, they go to the donut place, yes. and then they have, um, you know, um, uh, like, some gangbang slut or whatever, so then, like, they end up, like, doing, like, some sex scene there, and then, uh, you know, there's, there's, like, sluts all over, like, in the concert, obviously, but they're going through L.A., like, you know, doing L.A. things in their car. It's kind of like the bang bus, but with, like, a super stretch limo. Which would be easier to fuck people in. Yeah, so there's just, like, lots of fucking. Uh, every once in a while, they're gonna, like, you know, break out into, like, you know, like, ah! Like, you know, or whatever. And then there's definitely going to be use of the shocker. The shocker will be like, you know, I love that idea. And it's like, boom. Can we have that as a scene where it's just the shocker the whole scene? Yes. That's, there's no shocker coming. Shocker scene. It's just no that. coming. Just a no shocker. No money shot. Shocker for Just ten, shocker. For 10 minutes. Yes. Right. Yeah, it would be like a group shocker. Oh. <laughs> like, there's so all these, like, sluts, like, that they're, like, shockering. And you know what? To be inclusive, we're going to have, like, dudes. Wait, no. That doesn't you make can't shocker a guy <laughs> guys unless you pierce his fucking balls. <laughs> unless you pierce his balls. Maybe he'll like that. I don't know. Oh, uh, but, yeah, there will be, like, a big, like, group shocker. It's just right. a porno. So there's no, like, actual, like, you know, real. There's, like, a story at the beginning. But it's just, like, everything just leads to, like, them fucking. Like, you know, they'll do, like, love on a roller coaster, and they're actually fucking on the roller coaster, or, like, you know, shockering on the roller coaster and right. stuff like that. So, uh, it's just, like, their their songs. Like, they'll start, it's like, um, like, Glee, the 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 porn. Right. Or something like that. We'll start, start off with the song. Which we've played from here. Yes, we times. have. Yes. So, they'll start off with the song, and then they'll just go straight into the sex. This is part of, apparently, our new Disney After Dark program. Because <laughs> yes, this is Disney After Dark. <laughs> Disney dark. Oh, yeah. But it's like with Aerosmith. With Aerosmith. <laughs> Disney After Dark starring Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. So then it's it's there's gonna be a lot of like shockering. So it'll be like Starring Aerosmith! Yeah. And this is like the commercial, they're like Hey, baby, I could take you for a ride in my super stretch. Yes. Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah! Yes. Um, all right. 
this is something I wasn't expecting at a pitch meeting for Disney, but um, fuck it. This Why is, don't we just greenlight it? This is the Disney After Dark version. <laughs> Didn't know. I, I figured. That I figured that that you know it would work out. We're gonna have to talk about starting that division. We don't have it yet, so not yet. You might have to speak to some of the people here. Talk to Maybe Don Lasseter about that. You know, since you know, oh, R.I.P. his possible career. I mean, R.I.P. Pixar in general oh, and fuck. Disney Animation. And, oh, yeah. Goodbye. Oh, I mean, he's had a career, not a possible career, because he's definitely had a career for a long yeah. time. <laughs> oh, why did he have to grab asses or whatever he did? Uh, I'm sure it's not as bad as they oh, fucking say, yeah. believe me. They've been making everything sound. Whatever, I'm not even going to stall with it. I can't even. I know. So, yeah, that's the Disney After Dark. <laughs> I had in. to throw in a porn. It just seemed right. And Aerosmith is in. They're going to. Oh, yeah, they're in. They're going to, like, fuck everybody. Okay. All right. It's going to be a lot of fucking. They're very old, so I don't know. Hey, you know what? Girls are into daddy types. I'm saying, I don't know if they'll be able to perform. We might have to get some stunt cocks. We might have to get stunt cocks. We'll just get the Joe Bros. Out, of, wigs on out of all the people, I don't think that Kevin Jonas. Oh, Kevin is Jonas gonna... won't do it. Just get Nick <laughs> and uh, the other one. He sang about like sex on the beach or whatever the fuck he was. What's his Cake name? On the, the, o- the other Cake one. Cake by the ocean. Cake by the ocean. <laughs> What's his name again? Joe. Joe. <laughs> yeah, he's down with fucking. Like Kevin is the only one who wouldn't do it because like he's uh you know the religious one and he's married and had a reality TV show. Right. So, but the other two would like fucking uh, Nick, uh, like was dating Miss Universe. So I'm sure there was a lot of fucking involved, like you know, because he can yeah. fuck anybody he wants now that he's like you know of legal age. I'm in. Okay, yay! <laughs> so it's kind of like in a way, you know, how like they were there was talks years ago of like the Joe Bros like taking over Rock and Roller Coaster, like back yeah, when they, they were would a thing be because they'd be providing. I mean, I'm sure Steven himself is fine, but. You know, there's five members. Not all of them are going to be able to I mean, they, they might not be able <laughs> They are old. <laughs> but then again, fucking, uh, wasn't like, uh, like, like the Rolling Stones, they're still fucking and stuff like you know that. that they're like a hundred. Well, I don't know. Then they end up still having kids like way later in life, like fucking, like, what's know. his name? Keith Richards or something. He's like a thousand something years old. Something I don't know the answer to is anything that has to do with gossip. I don't know. So I have no clue. Okay. Yes. The porn. Yes. It's not time. My turn? Yes. Okay. All right, I'm <coughs> So this one is a mock biopic. Oh. It tells the story of how four... It tells the story of how five men met each other. Jamie, Randy, Scott, Mark, and Tony. They met each other while trying to avoid an international conflict between Canada and the U.S., the name of the movie, Off Kilter. Oh, shit. Yes. Starring Off Kilter as themselves, Bodakton as themselves. Oh, shit. The Dropkick Murphys as themselves. Oh, shit. Martin Short as the Prime Minister Dalton. Oh, fuck. Christopher Walken as President Samino, U.S. Shane McGowan as Wraith the Hitman. And Alanis Morissette as God. Nice. She gets to reprise her role. Right. So, is this going to be like a battle of the bands or something? No, it's going to literally be how they met. Okay. But it's a mock version of that. Okay. So, it's going to be how they met. But it's like a like Spinal Tap? It's it's actually going to be directed by Rob Reiner. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And, and, he, and it's going to be fucking great. 
It's gonna be all. It's gonna be all spy and shit. It's gonna be all like 007 James Bond type stuff, but with these five guys who somehow all happen to be in the, the right place at the right time. Yeah. And play music to save Canada. Oh yeah. Okay. I like that. So will like Alanis Morissette be able to actually speak, or is she just gonna roar? She's not gonna roar or speak. Okay. She's just gonna come out and like laugh a little bit and then leave. Okay. It figures. Okay. She she's not even gonna sing. She's not even gonna sing. Okay. She's just gonna be there. But her music will be featured prominently in the soundtrack. Oh, okay. New music that she's writing just for this movie. Oh, okay. Even though all these bands are in it, it's only gonna be at a lot of. Is it gonna be like Canada centric in and in French? It's gonna be in English, but there will be an option to see it in French. With the French, you know, with the French, French subtitles. subtitles. Okay, all right. Every other movie is going to have French subtitles. So okay. if you're at the AMC theaters at 2 o'clock and at 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock's in French. Oh, okay, all right. Keeping it inclusive. All right, so uh, what is the, um, what's the conflict, though? What's their conflict going to be? War. War. General war. <laughs> General war. Are they going to, like, have, like, guns or something? Like, like is, rifles? Is, there's going to be guns. There's going to be war. But so we never a, see So it's like it. saving Private Ryan, but with like all these like... Canadians. We never see the weapons. We never see the weapons. We never see the armies. We only see the president and the prime minister. And it's everything else is implied. It's all about the band. Okay. And their relationships with each other and also... And these two... The rivalries. And the two leaders of these countries. Okay. At the time. All right. And how they stopped war through the power of music. Oh, Not I like, like that. Michael powerful. Jackson and Captain EO. Oh, okay, I dig it. Uh, is there gonna be <laughs> is there gonna be um any break dancing or any popping and locking? No. Okay, because it's not that kind of music. It's not that. No, it's all Alanis Morissette music. Even though we have all these bands in it, we have Bon Acton, we have Off Kilter, we have Drunken Murphys. None of them play music in the movie. It's all Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Even though we have all these like musicians, and it's a biopic about off kilter, but you never get to hear them play. Okay. And it's about war, like... but there's no war. You only know, hear man. about it. I don't know, man. I feel like that's kind of like a like a tease. Right. It's a comedy, and so therefore, it's more about the people. So everything's the uh, everything's a MacGuffin. It's kind of, but not really, because we all know what's going to happen. You know, they the... explain it. But we never get to see it. Budget. You know. So it's an indie. Well, I mean, it's you're backing it. You're Disney, so it's not really an indie. But, you know, to save be... some money, we don't we don't need to worry about all that stuff. Oh. There's no, like, CGI or anything? No. Oh. Four, five guys, couple instruments, but they don't play them. They don't play the instruments. They're no. just there for show? Yeah. But, well, they, at the very end of the movie, they think Put to start the band. Yeah. And when they go to... You know, they, they play, Alanis Morissette comes out of them. That and that's sucks. all it is. It's just like, that sucks. isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't so, you think? I can be so annoyed. But they're all like playing bagpipes <laughs> and jumping around. And then it's like, it's like, Ryan, on your wedding day, it's a free ride, but you've already paid. Does the little guy get a, a lot of puss? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, he like, starts feel, out, okay. his first scene, he's fucking neck deep in pussy. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally neck deep. He's climbing. Deep. He climbs in bottom first. Oh, God. And he's wiggling around he's in wiggling there. Wiggling around in the puss. That's a really, like, freaking loose-ass puss. It's a loose puss. Well, she's a whore. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why her puss is so, ew. That's disgusting. <laughs> so this is also part of the Disney After Dark division? No. No. That's a deleted scene. You'll see it. It's a deleted scene, so Wait, it's special features. What At the beginning of the DVD movie? special features. Right. In the beginning of the actual movie... When you go to the theaters, it's just him walking out of, of the, pussy. the the door covered in puss juice. Ah. So pe- people will be like, why is he wet? And people will know he's probably swimming. But we all know he was swimming in, in pussy. Puss. He was swimming in pussy. Right. Got it. Okay, cool. Because he's like, you know, like everyone loves the little guy because yeah, he's the yeah, one who yeah. gets all the puss. Yeah. Because he's the guitarist. Right. And the whole band almost doesn't get together because Jamie's a dick and yells at everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like uh, the bassist, like what's his name? What's his name? Um, Phil. Mark. I don't know what his name is. Mark is a Mark. He, he's like the nice guy. He's the guy who wants them to like all just get along, you know? Is, wait, Randy's a little guy, right? He's Scott then, I think. Scott, okay, yeah. He's like he the guy. Mark, he could be I don't know his Tony's name. the Indian guy who plays the piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like he's, he, he never talks, so you, you never really notice like his name. Notice him, he's just kind of in the background. But like uh, I feel like the uh, the bassist Mark or Phil or whatever Scott. Scott or whatever his name is, he keeps everybody together and then he's the one who delivers the inspirational speeches. Right. Come on, you guys. Yeah. We could do this. Because he's the positive one. Right. Yeah, and like freaking like the little guy, all he wants is like puss and like all these guys like all these guys, all these <laughs> girls are, and guys probably are like fucking like uh, jerking him off like while they're like, you know. Right. But that's the all on the only DVD. Oh, on that's DVD version. special features. Okay, right. cool. That's part of the, that could be released. Right. With it's the, all implied to talk about it in the movie, but you only see all that stuff you see the when we get the DVD. Okay, cool. And since they're playing themselves, they get to actually fuck these people, which is you know, gonna be fun. They, so, so it's real fucking, like short bus. Right, but that part's only on the DVD. Only on the DVD. Right. So, like for Disney theatrical release, there's no, there's no fucking. No, but they uh, talk about it a lot. And there's war, but there's it's just implied. Right. And there's even though there's three the bands, fucking's implied, yeah. the war is implied, and the music is implied. <laughs> it's all the ones. It's just five guys <laughs> hanging out and about to start a band, but not actually starting the band yet. Okay. All right. So greenlit, fine. Rob Reiner directs. Rob Reiner, you got fucking Martin Short and like fucking uh, Christopher Walken, like you know. Like, yeah, man. You have like you know Oscar winner, like you know like <laughs> famous Canadian. Shane McGowan is a hitman. All right, yeah, there you go. I'm down. Guy from the Pogues. All right, it, green, green lit. Yes. All right, there you go. All right, let's see. What the hell do I have okay. next? Okay. Kevin Kessler won't <laughs> buy Kate Smith a carrot cake cookie. Wait, hold on. Before we go any further. Are Kevin Kessler and Kate Smith played by Kevin Kessler and Kate Smith? No. Okay, good. Woo! Got a little little scared there. Okay, so Karen Kessler won't buy Kate Smith a character. Karen Kessler. (laughs) That's when he dresses up like a woman. Hi, I'm Karen Kessler. I'm going to commit suicide. If you you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. And then, I'm going to take your money. So give me some money, please. I'm Karen. <laughs> That's his chick. That's what I'm going to die. So Kevin Kessler. Oh, oh they said Karen Kessler. No. I, I do like your Karen version. <laughs> but Kevin Kessler won't buy Kate Smith a carrot cake cookie. Right. So a group of dead writers seek revenge for their beloved Kate. 
Writer, stop. Yep. Writer, stop the movie. All right. And Kevin Kessler is played by the bumbling British guy in Enchanted who doesn't bumble. <laughs> but bumbles. no, but he has that look like if you like like slob him up, like he can look very slobby, but he he's not. He's not that slobby. Right. He didn't even <laughs> bumble in fucking Sweeney Todd. No, he, he looked didn't. bumbly. He looked bumbly, but he's like villainous. Right. But you know, Kevin Kessler is a villain. Right. Yeah. What the hell is this and, guy's name? Uh, I'm Kate, gonna look up his name again. You keep going. Okay. And Kate Smith is played by Kristen Bell. Really? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I originally was thinking Emma Stone, but it's like, eh, girl has I enough. Don't, she's don't got see. enough work. She's blonde now, too. I don't see either of these people playing Kate Smith. I think we have to work on the 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 casting here, because Kristen Bell, Kate Smith, Kristen Bell has she cries oh, at swaths. Oh, she has too much emotion. Too much emotion. We need to bring down <sighs> okay, the emotion. All right, all right, I'm thinking right, more um, like the the girl who played um, what's her name in the room? More like her. oh oh uh, uh Julia Danielle. She's more of a Kate Smith. All right, so Julia Danielle. In her return to the cinema after uh, 14 years. Right. Will be playing the role of Kate Smith. Uh, okay, now I'm in. Okay. T- so by the way, the like, guy's name is Timothy Spall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he, like, he'll, like, you know, just dirty him up, like, you know, give him, like, receding hairline and, like, you know, uh, weird Tim Burton hair or something like <laughs> he that. He just bumbles around. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, he was in Sweeney Todd, so he's wor- worked with Burton before, so he right. can get that look, like, that dark and brooding look or whatever. Right. And he is a villain. So then he won't buy her a carrot cake cookie, and it's just like, you know, he's just very, like, mean about it because he just, like, steals all of her money and so, stuff like that. So how does Kate Smith know these writers? Oh, they come to life. Because they, they're there but for why? the exchange. They're there for the exchange, right? Uh, and then they go there, and then... Wait, that's the part I'm not understanding. What exchange? Okay, so uh, <laughs> after a long day at the parks... Uh, Kevin Kessler, all sweaty in his uh, yeah, I get, cutoff shirt. I know whatever. what's happening. Yeah, he's, what's the exchange? The exchange. Well, okay, so all the books that are in the writer's stop, uh-huh. right? Um, the authors, they're watching. Right. Always? And always. Always watching, always listening. Not anymore. R.I.P. <laughs> but this is fiction here. That's also, you know, it's, fiction. it's happened before. Okay. Yeah. So then, um... They all hear, and then uh, after they see poor Kate not get her carrot cake cookie, like she still has to buy the carrot cake cookie, and their eyes and ears are always open. So then um, they decide to seek revenge on Kevin Kessler. Right. So then, uh, you know, you, you got like, you know, all like the, the, all, the, all the dead people and even like the alive people. Living people. All the alive people. <laughs> I, I obviously am not good at writing or speaking. So uh you got Shakespeare. Right. You know. Uh you got Mary Higgins Clark. You got right. Stephen King. She's alive. <laughs> He's alive. Right. Like Karen, Karen Kessler. Uh who else is an author? Um John Grisham. Okay. Okay. Uh, who else? Uh, L. Frank Baum. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got that magical, mystical thing. So then, um, all these writers, like, they all 
uh, figure out a plan and map it out with like literal maps, mm-hmm. like and figure out like tunnels to get to where um, Kevin Kessler is, like where he ca- possibly could be, um, which table he's taking up space in right. that a guest could be sitting at to enjoy their vacation. So they could write his novels. So are they against him because he is a disgrace to writers? Or are they just against him because he was mean to Kate? Well, both. Because he was mean to Kate and they witnessed the exchange. They see how sad she is. Well, originally, like Kristen Bell, if she wasn't, as she could have sang a song about like not getting her carrot cake cooked. Julie Danielle can sing a song. <laughs> you think so? It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good, but, you know, like she's, she'll have... Um, I, it's not enough star power, though, I don't think, the Julia Danielle. And, I mean, it would have to be indie, then. Okay, how about a Julia Danielle type? Can we figure out somebody else? Oh, Ari Grainer. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Since she played her in uh, The Disaster Artist. You and know. does she sing? I don't think so. Probably not. But she's at least more famous. Right. Uh, so, oh, yes. So uh, Shakespeare could be played by um, James Franco. Okay. So uh, we're just reuniting the cast of Disaster yes, Artist. Yes, uh, Frank Elbaum could be played by Seth Rogen. So is this a Judd um, Apatow production? Yes, or like this is a, a Judd Apatow production. Oh, now. so it's a comedy. I was thinking this was a horror movie. No, it could be a horror comedy. Horror comedy. Like this is Dark. the end type? Yes. Type? Okay. Because they've done it before. So I could totally do that. Are we going to have Michael Sarah um, in this? I, I was just picturing him. I'm trying to figure out where he goes. He Oh, oh, uh, he could be uh, um, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Why not? He's, you know, he's like, they're called the raven and he's like bird-like. Right. <laughs> So like, I don't feel like, like he's Raven. dark. Like he doesn't look dark enough. I feel like like at this point, makeup. Pers- no, but I think his personality isn't dark enough. I don't think he he has that kind of range. Hmm. I think he'd be more of like, I don't know. I think if anything, if you're gonna come up with like a, a guy to play Edgar Allan Poe, we get, if we see if we can get Jason Siegel on. You think so? I think he could do justice to Edgar Allan Poe. He, he played a vampire. Okay, all forgetting right. Sarah Marshall. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you'd have Jason Siegel as um, Edgar Allan Poe. Kermit will somehow show... So Kermit will haunt him in his dreams. Okay, like Freddy. Like Freddy. So Kermit will be like Freddy. <laughs> Can he be played by Robert England? Hello, motherfucker! Yeah, yes. Kermit will be played by uh, Robert England. Um, yeah. All right, I'm in. So, Robert England... Fucking Timothy Spall, not Ju- Juliet Danielle. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's about Kate Smith. There's no way I'm not greenlighting this. It's in. Okay, there you go. Let's do it. All right. All right here's my next one. <clears throat> Joey, a hypochondriac Boy Scout, gets locked in an aviary with his class, but soon realizes there's something strange going on in this bird hellhole. Can Joey defend his class from these flesh-eating flying psychopaths? Oh. Or will he have to befriend the birds and turn them into his flying minion slaves? Starring the kid who plays Dustin, Gaten, whatever his name is, as Joey, a <laughs> Tim Roth as the voice of the bird leader, and Willem Dafoe as the voice of the hawk oh, in shit. Flights of Wonder. Oh, I like that. I love that. And, of course, uh, Joey is little Guano Joe before he... Oh, I like that. And now it's we like know why. Before, like... Right. This is why he has a fear of birds at the beginning of the show. It's a prequel. All right. So is this going to be like a horror film? Like Absolutely. Like... It's horror, but also it's got a whimsical nature to it. It's a whimsical horror movie. 
Because there's talking birds. That I sing. Well, they only do this one thing where they're like, we hate the sun! We hate the sun! No more batteries! I don't know. I feel it's a, it's just a weird thing that they do. They're making fun of a movie. Yes, yes. Rock and do- don't yes, worry I about know, that. Part. I know. I know that part. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Hmm. Since it's dark, who would you get? Who would you get to uh, to direct it? I I would have gotten Wes Craven. Uh, he he's really good at combining horror with comedy, as we've seen in Nightmare on Elm Street, and of course. Later on, when things like scream, but he's dead. No, RP. So we can't do that. So we have to get the next best thing. So. Uh, Takashi Miike. No. Damn it! That's what I was gonna say. Yes, Takashi Miike. Absolutely. His first. I don't know if it's his first. I have no fucking clue. But probably American directing thing. He's not Japanese. It's all American. And Takashi Miike's in. He's gonna do this. Are there gonna be squirting nipples? No squirting nipple. I think that's too much for an American audience. Oh, yeah, it's too much for Americans. Um, I think that, <laughs> you know, if we did do the origin of it in Japan, fine, but this is coming out in yeah, America. Yeah, in America, it's too much for Americans yeah. to, to handle. Okay. Plus, it's, you know, it's kids, so probably don't want to, want to stay away from the nipple yeah, zone. Yeah, there's probably no nipples, no nipples. Right. <laughs> no nips. Um... Is it going to be, like, mostly just CGI, since it's all birds, or are they going to be trained birds? It's going to be a mixture. We're going to have, we're going to just let birds loose, like hawks and, and uh, any other types of regular birds. So you can't put the thing, like, at the end, like, you know, no animals were harmed, because probably, like, animals will probably be harmed. Well, if they harm each other, I think that's okay, because it's nature, but we won't be harming them. We're not going to even be touching them. Until we cage them back up again. And they'll, we have professionals to do that. Okay. But at certain points, when we just want them flying around like mad, yeah. we're, it's going to be real birds. But we're going to do a combination of that and CGI so we can make the birds talk. Because we will have some interaction between Joe and... Or, uh, between Joey, Joey and, and the evil birds and the good birds. So there's going to be some of that. And there's going to be a lot of... Fucking mutilations and stuff, too. A lot of mutilations. Yeah, there's, I feel like, like uh, some of these kids are getting torn apart. It's going to be kind of like cooties, where a lot of the kids just get beat up. Oh, yeah, but they're assholes in cooties, so... They're going to be assholes here, too, because okay. they're all picking on Joey. So they, like, deserve it. Right. Nobody likes Joey in this class. I think to, like, uh, give it, like, some cult status, I think you should add, like, Melanie Griffith and... Griff, Griff, I can't pronounce her last Griffith. name. Griffith, because it's like, I feel like I have a lift whenever why, I say her name. Why would Melanie Griffith have... Because her grandmother was uh, Tippy Head. Oh, okay. I, I, you know what? Let's do that. She could be the teacher. Ah, there you go. And she survives almost until the end. Oh, But shit. ultimately, well, she survives till the end, but she's the only one who who lives who is actually, like, attacked by the birds. Like, Joey never gets hurt by these birds at yeah. all, because he becomes like a leader and this and that. The teacher gets blinded, pulls out her eyes. It's going to be completely reminiscent of the birds. It'll be great. Okay, perfect. Okay. She, she'll live blind Okay. at the end. Oh, that sucks. But she's yeah, alive. But she's alive. Melanie Griffith. Yes. I like that. She's in. Yes. I like this. I like this. It's dark. 
It's scary. You got like you know uh, like a an actor that's you know very popular right now because he's Stranger Things exactly is a, is a uh, cultural phenomenon. And right he's now. on the screen, even though he, there's other people around him. He has a lot of stuff to do alone, so it'll be very reminiscent of like an Evil Dead ah. too, where he's by himself for so long. Yeah. Because all the other kids are going to die pretty, not early on, but early enough where he's going to have at least uh, a half hour alone. Oh, by himself. Okay. And I think that he's like a strong enough actor that he could like hold up, like hold his own, like, you know. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. He was a stage actor. Yep. We he saw could him sing if Miz. we want to. It's true. We, he could sing if we, we wanted him to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. Adventurers go on a quest to go up the Forbidden Mountain, since no one has ever survived that journey. And it stars John Cena as Disco Yeti, and Michael Sarah as Dr. Bonesy. Joe Rody makes a cameo as himself. And at the end, like the adventurers, uh, so they, they don't really matter because they're going to be played by like, you know, like, like B-list actors, like you know, like it's really, uh, it's just so then that way they can get their like, this like their big break. But uh, at the end, like John Cena, he's like kind of like the modern day Johnny Depp because he's gonna bust out into like you know like a disco uh, dance, like how how Johnny Depp busted out into like some random dance at uh, the end of Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Mm. So, but he's it's gonna be to disco hits, right? Yes. <clears throat> but we're gonna like have unknowns. Okay. No one that, like, anybody knows, just so then that way the focus is, like, more on the journey. Right. Instead of, like, on the star power. Because I think with John Cena, uh, with Michael Sarah, that's already going to bring in people. Um, and Joe Rohde will bring in all the nerds. Right. Like, all the Disney nerds. Like, he just, he just makes a cameo, like, as some guy. So here's a problem. This is the first time we've done the same one. <gasps> oh, fuck. That means it's war. Oh, shit. So now I'm going to read you mine, and we'll see. All right. I have a feeling this has to be, this had to be the one. Oh, God. I have a feeling yours is going to win, but it might start with, Pauly Shore is back. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a bad start, but let's keep going. <laughs> Keith, a 50s... A 50-something-year-old slacker who hasn't worked a day in his life is suckered into being the fall guy in a mining expedition that will ultimately end in his death. Oh, but, shit. to everyone's surprise, they're attacked by a monstrous creature who may or may not be able to actually move. <laughs> oh my god, yours wins! <laughs> Starring Pauly Shore as Keith, Jason Statham as the gangster. The gangster. The one who brings him along on the... Yeah. Trip. And that Vince guy from Ga Va Gallivant, the big guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name. I don't know his name. And then everybody else is whoever they are. Is the Vince guy uh, the Yeti? No, the Yeti is played by, is all CGI and is uh, played by a, a voice actor. Okay. Nobody famous. Nobody famous. Maybe so, a famous So you went, actor, you went with actor. nobody famous for the Yeti, but right. like I went with nobody famous for the Adventurers because right. I feel like, you know, because like John Cena already is going to be pulling in so many people because he's the, the Yeti. See, this is the problem. Wait, so if John Cena is the Yeti, who's Joe Rohde in yours? Uh, Joe Rohde is like cameo he's, he's random said he's guy. himself, but why is he there? 
he's he there do? because he's there to like lead the. Uh, he gives them like a clue as to like how they can survive the provision. So he's in the mountain somewhere. He's, he's like a mountain, mountain man. He's a mountain guy. Yeah, he's got the earring and everything. He's like, got you know. a long beard. Yeah. In this, yeah, he, like, he really looks, long. He just he just looks like fucking Joe Rody. But is he got like a hermit? Or yeah, he could he... be a hermit. Yeah, he could have like a, like a cloak or something like that and a stick. If you're willing to deal with Pauly Shore. We could combine our efforts. We could combine and, our efforts. Because right now, even though I have an unknown Yeti, you have a known Yeti. And even though I have John Cena in another movie, he could be in two movies. He's, Hell, in, he's, he's in every movie right, right now. <laughs> he seems to be like the it actor since Channing Tatum is busy being a dad. So we need another guy with no neck. So if we have Jason Statham and that Vince, whatever his name is from Galavan, yeah. being these gangsters, yes. bringing Paulie Shore... Into the mountains where he's supposed to die. Yeah. But they didn't expect John Cena, the yeah. Yeti, who doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. But then he busts out at the end. Like, he can't move, but then at the end, he busts out into disco. Hits. Right. So, but the whole time, he just scares the shit out of them. Yeah. But they, they're not sure if they should be scared of him because he hasn't moved the whole time. Yeah. They're like, should we be scared? But he's... <laughs> Every time they get near him. Yeah. But he doesn't actually move. Right. Collab. Yes. Let's green light each other. Yes, let's green, green light each other. Yes, yes, that was a handshake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, but Michael Sarah like, would be uh, Dr. Bonesy, who's the little bone character, like, right. on the right side. We love Dr. Bonesy. Yeah, but I... he talks. He also gives them, like, advice, too, like, okay. you know, at, like, along the way, like, when they're like, oh, how the fuck do I, well, I'm now Paulie Shore, you know, like, <laughs> he gives Paulie Shore advice now. And it's Paulie Shore... The way he used to be. It's not new Pauly Shore. No, it's like old school like Encino Man Pauly Shore. It's like Wee's the Jews Pauly Shore. Yes, that Pauly Shore. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes, collab. I, I, can we also have Brendan Fraser just make an appearance? Yeah, sure, why just not? Just to remind everybody of Encino Man? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right, I'm down. All right, so since we both like collabed on that one, who's next? You have more, you have more than right, I so do. so I'll go again. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Valerie, a box of Parmalat. Okay. Is a madam of a burlesque club in Nadine's kitchen. Oh, God. She must find a way to stop Nadine from becoming a vegan. Oh, fuck. Since the meat always have the most beautiful voices in her club and they make her the most money but also because it's super fucking unhealthy to be a vegan it stars Bernadette Peters as Valerie oh I like that yep well it is a cabaret yeah Aubrey Plaza as Nadine can she sing? she doesn't have to she's oh, okay, not right. in the cabaret the human okay. it's gonna this is gonna be like like Alvin and the Chipmunks where there's one human. Oh, yeah. So she's like, like the, the Smurfs. John or whatever the hell his name is. Steve or whatever. What's his <laughs> name again? John. Jake. Dave. Dave yeah, well, John Arbuckle also. So like Garfield. Oh, like yeah. those where it's a human and then like a cast of animated characters. Yeah. Um, so it's going to feature the voices of actual singers for the cabaret, of course. Yeah. We'll have people like Katy Perry and Adele and Courtney Love. We'll have Disney well, celebrities. Like, doesn't have a voice right now. Doesn't matter. She'll be in it. She'll be in it. She's, She's a name. famous enough, yeah. Selena Gomez and Sophia Carson will be there okay. because they're Disney Channel people. We need to promote that. Yeah. But also we'll have like, for like the real meat of everybody, the entire crew of the Postmodern Jukebox. As the so meats. They can, 
Huh? As the meats. Like, I mean, the meats, but they're also, like, the milk and, like, all the other yeah. little characters to make sure that we have good, good voices, and voices underneath and people like Katy yeah. Perry. Yes. And, of course, it's Kitchen Cabaret. <laughs> Welcome to the Kitchen Cabaret. <laughs> um, who will direct this? It's going to be... <laughs> it, it's Well, it's, it's since it's, like, mostly animated mm-hmm. and... It's going to be like an, an animation director. Okay. Probably, well, we wanted to get Brad Bird, but I don't think he'll no, be available, busy, being that he's doing Incredibles 2 and he's yeah, got other things going he's on. Too so. Busy. Um, so I'm not, sh- I don't have a director okay, you don't for have this. a director, okay. Um, but I would be, I'd be willing to give it up to, you know, whomever. Whomever, okay. All right. Um, is there, is there going to be. Is there going to be like a very intense um, conflict between meats and dairy and veganism and stuff like that? Like, well, the meats and the dairy, they, they, the food all get along. Okay, the the problem along. is that she wants to get rid of the certain kinds of food oh. um, because, you know, she saw a video and whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She saw a video and she wants to get rid of anything that's not an animal product. Right. Um, and, you know, we see how she is in life with her friends and, you know, she starts becoming a douchebag. And we see why Valerie, what her problem really is. The problem isn't between any of the actual uh, kitchen people. It's actually all between the human versus the, uh, the food. Okay, it's conflict with food. Right, the conflict is between the humans and the food because the food just wants to fucking... Be there to to sing and have a great time, and she wants to throw them out instead of eat them, which is their job. Oh, should there be like uh, like an almost death scene reminiscent of uh, Toy Story three, like Uh, where like you know the meats and dairy think that they're gonna like die and stuff like that, and they come to terms with like being tossed out into the trash compactor. The problem is, I don't want people to be like, oh, they did that in Sausage Party. Oh yeah, you know. So I don't want to go too dark on this one. Okay. I want it to be a lighthearted, fun musical starring meats, cheeses, and fucking snack foods. Okay. Will Tone Loke also make uh, like an appearance, even though it was at a different show? Right. I actually was just about to say Tone Loke will be in it okay. as, a, as a candy bar. As a but, candy bar. But he's not in he's it He's not food wrapper, though. No, he's just a candy a bar. Candy a generic bar. candy bar. He has a couple lines, and he has one line in the song, a look, a bass line in the oh, song. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got, Now you gotta have a guy like that. Right. Okay. He comes out, and he's just like, and candy could be good for you, too. That's about it. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. Cool. It's just a riff. It's not specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like, you know, he has, like, a whole verse or anything right. like that. Okay. Um, animated feature with, like, a person. Right, so like, it's a live action slash animation. Okay. Reminiscent like, of, like, the Smurfs. And like, chipmunks and chipmunks, all that shit. Right. Um, I feel like because, like, people don't appreciate, like, musicals. Like, I mean, like, not not appreciate musicals, but, like, be, like, people don't seem to really like the whole animated and person things anymore. Like, it doesn't seem to be, like, a thing anymore. Alvin and Chipmunk movies do so fucking well do every they? time they come out. I guess I just Road never Chip- seen them. Everyone wanted to see Road all right, Chip. All right, fair enough, all right, fair <laughs> enough, all right. Will it, there be a chip witch? I wasn't thinking of it, but now that you mention it, we can have a we chip witch. We can have the chip witch be played by uh, uh, Constance Wu from um, 
fresh off the boat since she's also Disney since she's on ABC right. and Let's she can it. she can sing. And she can sing, so, absolutely. Yeah. All right. She could have a, a whole solo as a chip witch. Yes. And talk about okay, how, I'm down. how ice cream is part dairy, so it's good for you. Yes, there you go. Okay, I'm in. Greenlit. Yes. I'm, I'm done. I'm down with that. Kitchen cabaret. Yes. All right, what else do I have? Tom Corliss learns to love fruits and vegetables, living with the land. <laughs> Greenlit! That's all it is. Doesn't matter. I like it. <laughs> uh, well, I'll start my stupid one here. Um, after a shitty week, Nikki, a tour guide at a studio backlot, goes rogue and takes his tourists on a trip filled with danger, peril, and adventure. Of course, this is the Backlot Tour, mm. starring Sam Rockwell as Nikki the Tour Guide. Oh, I like that. And no other celebrities. Yeah, so, yeah. No, it's, some people you might know here and there, but it's not important. Okay. As long as you have one name, that's all really all Sam Rockwell. Okay, done. Greenlit. It already. Okay. All right, what else do I have? This one is like a stupid comedy. Two sisters go on a never-ending journey. To who knows where, and end up getting bad hairdos, going into outer space, and always missing connections. TTA, the movie. Starring Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. I too have TTA. Ah, oh, fuck! In this sequel to Tomorrowland... Oh! There you go. Frank and Casey have been rebuilding Tomorrowland and putting Plus Ultra back together. But when their transit system is used as a weapon against them oh. and the creator of their transit system is kidnapped by an angry group of anarchists, they start to question whether they've done the right thing. If you don't like that, I can pitch it as Speed 3. But let's see how you <laughs> react first. Starring George Clooney as Frank and Britt Robertson as Casey still. We have J.K. Simmons as Tom Morrow. Oh. Mike Brassel is the announcer. He's the actual announcer. Okay, I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Sean Gunn as Rad Razor, one of the anarchists. Oh, oh yeah. Pete Renaday as Outrunner, the other anarchist. And Machine Gun Kelly as RC Prime, the other anarchist. There's a lot of anarchists in this. Yes, and if you didn't know, Rad Razor, like Rad Racer from the NES game. Oh, no. And Outrun was a Sega racing game. No. And RC... Cola. RC Pro-Am, RC Prime. Oh. Another racing game on No, I don't, I don't know games. But that's my version. So, so yeah, now yours, we're in a... Yours we're is a, better. Mine's a stupid comedy where they just like, you know, like go the on stupid like... Comedy but they go aspects. like and get their hair done and it's really bad because then it's like all over the place and stuff and then they go to space and like try to like get some space cocktails and they don't really like them and you know, they just want to like go somewhere but then they end up going nowhere and it's like a never-ending trip. How about this? We could do competing movies. Mine will be called Tomorrowland colon Transit Authority. Oh. Yours could be called People Mover. <gasps> oh, yeah, because there are people moving. Nobody will fucking know the difference. Nope, it's like Friends with Benefits and the other one that's just like Friends with Benefits. Right, but this will be both released by us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> double the profits. High five. Done. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Do I have any other ones? Or mine are all, the rest of mine are all joke ones. Well, you can read some joke ones. I think I have two more. Okay. Let me see. God damn it. My, my well, app is not opening. <laughs> I have three more. Okay. Hold on. It's not working. Okay. So while you're go, Yeah, looking. you go you because you have more than me probably. Okay. Eccentric college professor, Professor Dean Finder, merely drowns in a slushy puddle at 7-Eleven. 
giving him ability. I thought that would get a laugh. Oh. Giving him abilities to create visible imaginary friends. Ooh. When he meets a teenager who is slowly losing her creativity and imagination, he creates a purple dragon named Figment to show her just how important Aww. imagination is. Figment, of course, can't be played by Billy Barty because he has since passed away. So we'll use a different midget. Warwick Davis. Ah, yes! I was hoping so. (laughs) Ron Schneider will reprise his role as Dreamfinder. And Raffi Cassidy, the little freckled girl from Tomorrowland, will play the girl who has no imagination. Okay. So it retains a little bit of creepiness between Dreamfinder and, like, this weird, this kid that he randomly finds. Yeah. And uh, it also retains the whimsical nature of imagination. Oh, I love that. I think I might cry at that one. Good. All right. I like it. All right. uh, Let's see. Hugh Jackman goes on an epic adventure as a man who wants to unite the world to live and love as one. Illuminations. I love it. He just wants to bring the the because he's like a nice guy. Is he is he doing this like He's traveling the world trying to like bring peace to all. Right, but in what like by talking or by violence? Oh, by talking and singing because it's going to be a musical. He's Hugh Jackman, you know. So he just runs around and sings and then everybody yeah, goes Yeah, and then eventually sh- he's going to find like one spot where the whole world unites because apparently there's one in this movie yeah. like there's one spot like kind of how you know, you know how they have the four points? Yes. So there's, like, apparently one point where, like, there's, like, 11 countries. They can all meet in one spot, and it's, that one spot is 11 countries. And then he gets a representative from each one. So it must be in Africa somewhere. It must be in Africa somewhere. (laughs) And then uh, they all, like, sing. We go on. And then there's fireworks everywhere. And then everybody hugs. So there's no, like, plot. It's just this guy. This guy looking for them, but he needs to find them, though. So is it kind of like the fountain? Is Oh, so is this, like, going to be like a Darren Aronofsky-type movie? Where it's like, you have to think about it? Yeah, think about it, It yeah. has, like, a meaning behind it, but yeah. you, it's, like, people, like, are going to be like, I don't like it because it didn't make sense! Yeah, but, people but will morons. probably not like it, and then they're going to complain about it, but I'm going to like it, and every time I see it, I'm going to cry. Is there going to be, like, a fucking 45 minutes or so in the movie where it's just Hugh Jackman spinning around? Yes. Okay. He spins around and sings the entire time for 45 minutes straight. <laughs> he just sings. <laughs> Non-stop singing. I'm in. Okay. I, I like weird. I like fucking Darren Aronofsky. I love Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. Yeah, two people are going to like this, me and you, and that's it. Right. Well, there'll be a couple other people. A couple of others, but then other people will be like, you need to take this out of the theaters. I'm in. Darren Aronofsky will like it. Yep, there you go. All right. Perfect. I got two more. All right. Here's one. Jezza, that's spelled J-E-Z-Z-A. Okay. A mail clerk at a mysterious intergalactic company, XS Tech, accidentally stumbles upon their new classified teleportation invention. When she accidentally becomes a test subject and travels to another planet, she must fight for her own survival or get the fuck away. And it's, of course, extraterrestrial alien Mm. encounter. Again, this is more of a prequel to the show Mm. because it's what happens before we all, you know, the people get involved. Uh, And in this one, she goes to the alien's planet and has to get the fuck away from them because there's a bunch of them. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and of course, everyone's gonna reprise, reprise everyone's gonna reprise their role. We have Jeffrey Jones as Clench, Kathy Najimi as Dr. Femus, Kevin Pollock as Spinlock. They're all there. But in this one, 
Tim Curry is in it as Sir. Sir lives on that planet. She finds him there. And that's how he comes to work for Excess Tech, because she steals him from the aliens. So what kind of genre would this be besides, like, space stuff? It's a sci-fi action movie. Sci-fi action? Yeah. With a, uh, with a little bit of thriller involved. Okay. But, like, what are the stakes, though? Like, Well, she could die. Okay. That's not good. Oh, the yeah. aliens could kill her. She's on their planet. Oh, fuck. Okay. They're testing out this, like, transportation, teleportation device. So they had a test subject, which was this little alien named Skippy. But instead of Skippy going in, Jezza accidentally stumbles in and she's the one who gets teleported to the alien's planet. And she's going to be played by Sally Hawkins, who's an indie actress. She's in that new movie, The Shape of Water. Ah, okay. Okay, all right. So then you have, like, celebrities and you have indie actresses and stuff like that. Right. So okay. She's, she's an up-and-coming actor. Okay, even though she's right. been around for a long time. <laughs> I think people would enjoy this because it's like a prequel to like, you know, what happens like before. Because right. everyone would like to know what happens before. Exactly. And Skippy's in it, so that's yeah, good. Skippy, Skippy's cute. Yeah, and then we see why Sir is like so mean to Skippy. Because he didn't do it the first time because she, you know, accidentally stumbled oh, in. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm down. All Relit. right. All right, and then my last one. Four masochists decide to go... <laughs> Back to the past to save the dinosaurs. Oh boy. But it hurts to do it. Stars James Franco, Seth Rogen, David Crumholtz, and Jay Baruchel. So they're back. So you have two. I just I really like that combination. I really enjoy those <laughs> actors. So it's my it's my idea. So I just want to keep them working. All right. That's funny. I mean, I have my next, my last it's one. Primeval World, the, you know, the. Oh, I thought it was dinosaur. <laughs> no. No, they're, they're masochists. So, like, that's why I right. like it. Oh, I get it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's Primeval um, World. Okay, so let me ask you, what's the plot here? Like, what's the... What's happening? Like, like the Mexicans, they travel like... What, what's... Why? What? Why? 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 Like, they just love pain. They're like these guys that have, like, a, uh, you know, pain lovers group. Right. They just love getting, like, physically hurt. So they go back to get eaten? And they also love that. They don't want to get eaten, but just they... They like to get tossed around. <laughs> They just really like getting tossed so around. So how do they make sure that they're not going to get eaten? Um, they don't get eaten because they have, like, repellent. E eating repellent. E eating repellent. You know how, like, you have, like, insect repellent? You right. know how, like, there's insect repellent and it keeps, like, the insects from eating you? Right. Right? So there's, like, dinosaur So it, it makes you taste like garbage to dinosaurs. Yes. And so when they try to eat you, they're like, fuck this. And yeah, they, yeah, they'll toss they you toss around. around. Then you get tossed around the whole time. The whole time, like, you know, they're just getting tossed around. <laughs> <laughs> but is, they want to try to save them and prevent this big bang from happening or whatever. Is there any sort of comedy involved in this being Oh, like yeah, it's, a, it's absolutely, absolutely comedic. That's why, like, I chose It sounds pretty violent and, and scary. It's really violent and scary, but then This Is The End was also violent and scary, oh, but it was also scary. hilarious. All right. I thought it was kind of scary because, I, you know, it was the end of the fucking world. I need to see how the, what happens here, so I'm greenlighting it. Okay, all right. All right here's okay. my last one. <clears throat> After the protector of the kingdom is murdered, four unlikely guests are given unimaginable powers and are put to the test to slay the evil wizard and find out which one will be the new protector of the magic kingdom. And this is Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Oh, shit. And the four unlikely guests are played by James Franco <laughs> as Rick. 
AKA Carlos the Dwarf. Oh, nice. Carlos the Dwarf, bringing that back. Yes. He's a closet tabletop gamer. Nice. Then we have Felicia Day as Melinda. Okay. A quiet type. We have David Moscow as Fuzzball. He's like a nerdy, like he doesn't really, he's, he has no friends. Yeah, you have to have guy. a guy like that. Yeah, but James Franco loves him. Yeah. Um, and then we have Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel, we just giving them work. As Jay Baruchel. He plays himself. <laughs> He's upset because he was in the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, yes, he was. And now he gets a second chance to actually be a sorcerer and not fail. Yes, because the movie did horribly. <laughs> it was awful. So Jay Baruchel plays himself. Now, there's one more character, and that's the wizard. The evil wizard is played by Luke Edwards. And this character is an evil sorcerer set on destroying the Magic Kingdom because he's obsessed with California. <gasps> That's right. He's, he's we're reuniting David Moscow and Luke Edwards from The Wizard, the Wizard and yeah. from Newsies because they were both in that. Oh, I love that. So you're bringing uh, old school Disney back too. That's right. I love that. And then we I just love that our last movies had both yeah. like James Franco and Jay Baruchel and we wrote them in the order. Of yeah. Who knew? <laughs> not planned, guys. This no. really was not planned. Not at all. That we did sure. wrote these completely independent of each other. <laughs> that's it. So they, that, that's my thing. It's Sorcerer of the Magic Kingdom. These four guys, they, they, they're from different families. And yeah, whatever. I had and four guys too. Yeah, they get together and except, well, one of them's a girl. Oh, oh so yeah. I say four guys, I mean four yeah, people. Yeah, four people. But we but had my four It's a very nerdy too. girl. She kind of, they, they, see, everybody here, you know why I picked these people, right? Why? Well, James Franco played Carlos the Dwarf in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, he's a gamer. Yeah, right, he's a tabletop gamer. gamer. Felicia Day is in the Guild. Mm, okay. She's an MMO gamer. Yeah. And David Moscow was in Big when he was a little boy. He played little Tom Hanks. Aww. And he played that game, you know, the, the adventure, the text adventure game mm -hmm. with the wizard, with the, you know, whatever. So they're all sorcerers in their own right, uh, including Jay Baruchel. Yeah, he was, like, actually the sorcerer. Who played well, he was the sorcerer's apprentice. The sorcerer's apprentice. Yeah. But now he's he gets, gets a be, chance gets to be the, the sorcerer. sorcerer. But I don't know. And it depends on who wins. Like, we'll find out. Well, okay, greenlit. Yeah! This movie. And right. that's that. There you go. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> um, so what was your favorite movie out of all these? Uh, I don't know. There were so many good ones that I don't even remember what the hell they, my favorite ones were. <laughs> Nothing stuck out? Uh, I think that my favorite is my Crash Test Dummies one because yeah, I think I, that I would my try. Okay, my favorite of yours is the Crash Test Dummies one and my favorite of mine was actually the Main, Main Street Vehicles. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be the worst. Yes, movie. actually, I like that one because I'm like that's gonna be so ridiculous. Yes, I agree with you. So we agree on our famous, our famous, it's four our wrestlers. favorite ones. Four wrestlers. Getting <laughs> sent to Michael Bay in this Michael Bay action movie of these slow ass old cars. I just love that both of ours though, though like involve vehicles. Yes. Yes. Rock on. All right. If you want to find us, go to mouserants.gq. This is the type of shit we talk about. We just fucking fuck around, and this is Mouse Rants, people. Yes, not fucking like the only radio wars. Uh, exactly. Apparently, that's what we're all like, you yeah. know, the point, whole point of us it's, being. It's is, our reason uh, for being. Our reason it for really being. is, apparently. Yes, apparently. Even this is Mouse Rants. Episode. <laughs> There's a few episodes of that shit. Exactly. Mouserants.gq. You can find all of our old episodes. The show notes live there. You can also find us on Facebook. Because we have a group there. Yeah, that's Just right. Type in Mouse Rants. You'll find two. Yeah. 
One of them is fake, but it's not a group. It's a page. Yeah. Mostly there's a real page. We have ours. a real page too, but it never gets updated. Right. It doesn't really matter. That doesn't matter at all. And then, of course, our group, which is the group, and yes. it, we have a lot of fun in there and make fun of people, and it's just a, it's a good time. Yes. A real good time. Yes. Um, go to mousetrance at gmail.com if you'd like to have an opinion on something, if you want to send us hate mail, if you love us, whatever it is, send it to mousetrance.gmail.com. And finally, oh, but finally, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Because if you do that, it'll be fucking awesome. Actually, write a review. Give us five stars, write a review. If you don't like us, please give us the five stars just to help us out a little bit because we are people. And then write fucking, I hate these motherfuckers, but I'm giving them five stars because I'm not an asshole. Don't care. That'll be awesome. We'll read it on the show. And again, as I said in the previous episode, if you have something that you want us to talk about, or if you want us to have a guest on, we can try to have them on, um, or if you want us to do a radio war on a particular show, let put that in your iTunes review. If you give us five stars and put it in your review, we'll do it. Yes. That's what we'll do. That's it. You have anything else for us? <laughs> Once there was this kid who wouldn't go and change with the board. Oh, it's a girl? Wait, that was the second one. I don't this know. This girl who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the change room and word finally made her. She had birthmarks all over her body. She couldn't quite explain it. They'd always just been there. It's so low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just take us out, Simone. Laters. Later, fuckers!
Once there was this boy who wore a lot of suits and said that stuff was legendary. He gave lots of high fives and swore that he would never get married. He really thought he meant it, but he was such a ding dong. Coco's release in Mexico, local media noted audiences strong glitz. Not even during the fucking previews, because I'm still, I maybe there's some, you know, I fuck, 